Hello, hello, hello. I've done it again. Welcome back. You are in the presence of another episode of Tell Your Mom I Love Her podcast. This is going to be and is and was episode number eight, people. I sat down with Arizona Wilderness guys uh, on the time I wrote and recorded this. The whole thing scripted. I scripted the whole thing and then we, we perfectly adhere to that script for over two hours so you should be impressed uh really because it's an impressive feat to be able to really write that well you know i created these characters i created the characters jonathan and patrick with the desire to actually have them uh, manifest into actual humans and it's actually true they did um and that's why they exist is because i wrote them into existence basically it's pretty awesome pretty awesome pretty awesome we have a surprise guest that comes on uh about halfway through, I don't remember, we were drinking a little bit, it was fun, I got uh, a little blit, blitzed, blitzkrieged that night, it wasn't uh, the best feeling the next day, um, but I, I recovered quickly, but where I'm at right now, physically, uh, is not not the case, because uh, I, I, I went hard last night, I recorded this about a week ago, you know, uh, but last night I went way too hard, and ooh, I didn't even realize it was an accident, people, it was such an accident, <laughs> And I feel like garbage. Um, however, I would like to take this opportunity to say that I have a new sponsor. And guess who the fuck it is? Arizona Wilderness Brewing. Yep, you heard it. You heard it. I am going to start talking about them. You know, they they gotta they gotta be talked about because they're great and they're awesome and I love their product. And uh, I asked them if they could be my sponsor, and they said yeah. So, um, that's pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, this episode is brought to you by Arizona Wilderness Brewing, AZ Wilderness Brewing Company, purveyors of craft beer and wilderness-inspired ales. These gentlemen, uh, really are out in the thick of it, um, to be, to be, um, I guess inspired is a word, I want to use something different, but yeah, to be inspired by our landscape in Arizona and our unique uh, set of skills this state offers and set of vibes they they uh, take advantage of that and they they craft amazing beer uh, around that idea and they incorporate local ingredients at every turn it's really really cool and they've expanded into downtown phoenix uh i think earlier this year yeah it was this year and i'm trying to figure out what year it is or what day for that matter i don't know who i am <clears throat> if everyone can tell my voice sounds a little harsh because uh you know i already told you yeah, they expanded into downtown Phoenix, and you know when you get kind of concerned sometimes when people expand, uh, and you wonder about quality, and it's still there. It's still fucking bomb. Um, the food's always on point, and the beer's always on point, and it's great. Their head brewer is awesome, does a phenomenal job, and they are awesome. So I'm very, very glad to uh, be advertising for them fellas, because uh, I love uh, what they do, and I think it's important that you hear about it. So if you have not gotten a chance to try any of the beer from the beer boys down at ArizonaWilderness.com backslash ArizonaWilderness.com, uh, I think that's their website, yeah. Uh, go check it out. It's great. We are also brought to you by Page Spring Cellars Winery, and they're phenomenal. I love uh, what they do. They're also Arizona-inspired to the T, and actually, both of... Uh, both of the sponsors work together sometimes. They do collabs. It's pretty great. And, uh, yeah, I just can't wait to see what else they can collab. And hopefully I can 
I can collab with both of them one day. Anyway, uh, friends of mine, please enjoy this episode. I honestly don't remember what the hell we talked about. Uh, it got debaucherous. It got rowdy. I was with some wild men. And they tell us about, uh, they'll tell you uh, in, their, in their own way, in their, their, uh, their wild way, about, um, about how they got their start. And it's pretty cool. So, enjoy, people. Perfectionate. Okay. We are recording, boys. We are here. We're in it. We're Thanks going. Thanks for having us. Thank you for coming. Thank you it means for a lot. thrilled to drink in your living room. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much all I have is like a, a living room. It's like a living room kitchen combo. What if we fooled the listener to think that this is like 28,000 square feet of pure marble and these beautiful I, archways? I'm going to pop a fat rebirth on this shit and people are going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> He's in some like Spanish Barcelona-ass chapel yeah, right now. This is so we, big. We did a quick like round trip and just... There mm-hmm. just record mm-hmm. the episode. Mm-hmm. Waves pa- crashing. Paid, paid for by uh, the U.S. government Whoa. on the DL. Wow. Welcome everybody to wow. uh, tell your mom I love her episode number eight. Mm. We're going. We're moving. I have uh, Jonathan and Patrick from AZ Wilderness sitting down drinking with me today. Um, Jonathan Buford. I forgot your last name for about two days, and then you just reminded me. Yeah. And Patrick Ware, right? Yep, that's correct. What eh? Or also known as. Jonathan Burford and Patrick Wayne. Oh, Jonathan. Yeah. Jonathan Finn with an F. There's a backstory yeah. to that. Yeah, that came through a legal document. Yeah, really? Someone, someone threatened us once in a legal document, but got our names wrong. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's real. It's real. <laughs> James Baldwin and Patty. Eddie Van Balsack. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Uh, happy Tuesday. My new thing is just to say happy whatever day it is, and I mm-hmm. almost always forget the day. So it is He's Tuesday, just right? a piece of wood. Is that cool? This is uh, Boone. Um, Boone. If you can picture a... He loves He loves chewing on wood. He's chewing Palo Santo. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, were you saving that? Uh, yeah. You can buy me another one. Okay. 82-pound yeah. coonhound. We can call uh, Sam Calgione. He's got some Palo Santo. Yeah. 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 He's in the studio with stick. us. It's right. 82-pound coonhound, and he's behind me gnawing on expensive wood. Yep. We got Patrick one of the wilderness. has to bring this dog, though. He has high taste, you know? Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is, a, this is a, a wilderness dog in the house. Mm-hmm. Wilder dog, right? Is he part of the pack, or is it just the I one? Know. I haven't got there yet. You haven't gotten... Hmm. We're, we're not there yet with him. It takes some time to kind of... John's going to take him on a <coughs> solo road trip to Santa Fe, and they're going to have some bonding moments mm-hmm. there, and in that the will probably the hot springs. dictate whether or not he's part of the pack. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yes. Probably good to kind of vet. I'll put peanut butter in my back and run around, <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> I don't want to. I actually do want to know. Huh? Yeah, that's what you do. Usually the toes, right? <laughs> <laughs> don't you do? All right, boys. All right. All right. I, n- I, need, I need you to introduce your each other. Each, uh, I want Jonathan. I want to you to my Pat. left, and you can't see that because you're in a box. It's the fucking left, people. Um, okay. It's my left, and his name is Patrick Ware. He is a 30-something educated business owner who has the smile of a champion and the eyes of a blue river. And that that's him. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. Well, to the contrary of that, my right is Jonathan Buford, Ooh. the uh, founder of Arizona Wilderness. Mm-hmm. Um, a little backstory, believe it or not, I wasn't even around when he started this company. So he was Jonathan not born yet. Jonathan is the 
uneducated <laughs> founder, <laughs> entrepreneur, um, who thought this crazy idea up in his garage and then ran after it. So What year? What much, year? much like this podcast, <laughs> um, 2010 yeah. was when I would have been inseminated with an idea. Cool. And what was the impetus for that idea? Mm-hmm. To fucking not fuck it up. Um, then I probably would have said... God damn it, I love this state. I'd like to do something about that. And I would have started a brewery that reflects that. That's a good point. Yeah. So that's that would have been the impetus. Let's do, And then I had to learn how to brew beer and realized <laughs> I need a guy like Patrick. Oh, you hadn't done it before? No. Oh. No. I was given a book for Christmas because I said I'd like to start brewing beer to start a brewery. And my wife said, oh, <laughs> what about money and all that stuff? But yeah, I... Got that book called John Palmer, How to Brew. It's kind wow. of a Bible in the home. It's pretty st- like an industry standard kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. I think it's still the same revision as it was. You know, it's Damn. It doesn't need more. Yeah. Got that, read it, um, realized how difficult it is to operate a brewery and then go up front and be the brand. Yeah. Patrick stepped in that role, but it, that's not Pat's role anymore either. We, we kind of coexist in this, this realm of wilderness together where we tell the story and we bounce ideas off each other. Yeah. It's been a good run. You're your own brand reps. Yeah. In the best it's, way. It's interesting because it's it's grown outside of the space of technical brewing as the main focus and a little bit more into like philanthropy and, you know, the ideologies of what we've learned as humans. Sure. And <coughs> I think our team has adopted that as well. So like beer is really just the avenue to whatever that may be. Yeah. You yeah. Know, like facilitating yeah. connections and like yeah. getting shit done and I mean kind of speaking to what like you wanted it to be was to kind of preserve Arizona mm-hmm. <coughs> you guys are doing a lot of stuff with that to better understand Arizona too it's sure it's a complicated place and it's a misunderstood place for yeah. sure yeah. Oh, people yeah. don't realize how much there is here it's yeah. a rough one man it, it hurts your heart when you hear that from time to time what like people that Arizona sucks you there's have nothing great here. malls well, I hear that and I go what the fuck Great malls. <laughs> Bitch. We have so where Do we even have great yeah. malls? We are four deserts <laughs> converging on one another. Yeah. Five. Right. Five. Is it five? Fuck me. The Great Basin. I was so confident. Mojave, yeah, I know. I was testing you, and you passed, so. <laughs> oh, really? Zing. Chihuahua. Yeah, we need someone on the internet prepared. looking up all the facts in the background. I got my iPad for that reason. You don't need that shit. I've already looked it up. This one's good. <laughs> well, this is just in, uh, for future facts. Yeah. Just getting it ready. Mm-hmm. Prepped. Mm-hmm. The painted, oil, oil the Great up. Basin, Mojave. So I, I have a question. Okay, Chihuahua's texting. Nice, nice. Okay. Um, so Stewart, is that a formal or is it Stewie? I'm Matthew Stephen Stewart. Okay. <laughs> Matthew uh, Stephen just Stewart. Roll the dice on what to call you. Yeah. So what was the impetus behind this gathering um, scenario that you've created? Uh, the, the podcast in general, or just yes. having yeah. you fuckers on. Okay. Um, <laughs> We're <laughs> we're sod after. That's why we're on sod. I think you guys are really cool sod. too. We're sod after. I think you guys are also really cool. So that's we that roll, also counts. We roll out like grass, dude. Yeah. So okay, so I don't know, man. I started listening to podcasts about three, four years ago, and I was like, damn, I want to do this, and so I went, I'm doing it. What I was the, what really was the it. podcast that got you engaged um, thoroughly? 
I mean, obviously Joe Rogan's. I know, I know. Everyone's gonna say Joe. I know, I know. Tim Ferriss, Duncan Trussell, uh, Aubrey Marcus. I've, I've, I shifted through a bunch of them. I haven't listened to Dax Shepard on, but I I feel like I have. I love Dax. He's, he's the guy now. He's the number one guy now. I think. Really. He earned it. I got one for you that that you might dig into on foraging. Called Rewild Yourself. Mm. Okay, that's Mm. really good. Daniel Vitalis. Um, And I. I got pretty. Where did I hear that one? I specifically heard about this. Um, hey, John, that's where I got those uh, cool. those backpack baskets, <laughs> the foraging <laughs> ones. <laughs> He's chewing on the brand, man. That's the uh, tap bottle. Boone has <laughs> uh, figured a way to chew his own handkerchief and choke himself at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, can I give you one that started me out in brewing after John Palmer had a brew? Mm. Yeah. It is the Brewing Network. That's a that's a podcast. Yeah, yeah a podcast great. series started by okay. someone I would almost consider a friend now. At the time, he wasn't. Um, Justin he has, Crosley. Yeah, Justin has four to six shows on the Brewing Network, and, hit, and he's kind of oh, developed so a f- separate shows. Yeah, separate okay. shows. His famous ones, the Sunday sh- session. Um, mm. But in the beginning, he would have these great brewmasters on. You know, the people were unobtainable. Yeah, and um, you would hear this methodology from different brewers back then and go, oh, they're mashing at 147, not 148. You know, mashing grain with warm water to create the sugars to brew, right? Yeah. And so this, he, he created this this informational dictionary, encyclopedia, hmm. out of his garage. And Damn. so I, I fell in love with podcasts then too. That's, That's awesome. That's why I say yes to everyone. Such good universe. Hey, well, thank you. It means a lot. I just, uh, I, I my goal is to kind of like use whatever network I have and the people who come on to kind of to, to, to gain more of a perspective of not just like the, the, the food, alcohol, yeah. you know, food and bev industry, <coughs> but also like music and wisdom and different strategies for like incorporating different things into your life to kind of better yourself. I'm always on the path of bettering myself and always improving and always trying to learn and show people fun facts, man. I mean, a lot of people will get down on stuff that, they, they don't realize there's more than just malls or something out here, you know, yes. especially Arizona. But I want it to be pretty broad. But this, I just, mm-hmm. f- people who are interesting, I have this like philosophy that in the last year that kind of popped up is um, um, be cool to cool people, you know. Is he all right? He's choking. Yeah, it's just a little piece of wood. <laughs> <laughs> you have to sound some bones of Boone. His dog just eating miscellaneous. So people can. Because they're going to want to know what this, what's going on. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I'll have it all. Cl- cl- I have four pictures, <laughs> five pictures, and you took them in the beginning. They're pretty good. Boone is joking on a piece of wood. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. He's going to be okay. No, this dog's going to be fine. Yeah. Oh all right. God. So we got the impetus. I like that. Uh, yeah. Be cool to cool people. You guys are cool people. Uh, a lot okay. of people are not cool people. Yeah. So I just, you be cool with them. And then what, what, you know, what can I learn from you? What can you potentially learn from me? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, today, so uh, we're drinking um, a beer that we're not going to mention, but I also uh, brought, out, brought out some wine. We're drinking one of my the favorite beer, wines. The by the way, was really nice. It was really good. It still yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good buy. I was glad if I you're in the Santa Ana region, you can find this beer. Mm-hmm. That's the only hint. <laughs> That's the hint. If you solve the puzzle, we will send you 10 bucks. <laughs> it, has really, it was really good beer, though. It was really good beer. Yeah. That's really tasty. How's it? It's almost like wine-like acidity. Uh, 
Yeah, the wine we're drinking is the Chenin Blanc from Sauvignon. It's like a region around the Loire Valley. They do some sort of thing with oxidation. I can't remember exactly what they do. I think it's on the lees, aging in oak barrels um, for, I think, six plus months. So it adds this kind of like slightly like oxidative character to it. The acid's bright as fuck. I don't know. I really like it. <coughs> it's delicious. Yeah, I know oxidative things do to beer, but in wine, it's it certainly doesn't play off like cardboard. Yeah. Or sherry. Uh, wine, it plays off. Um, it adds to the acidic value, in my opinion. I mean, it's it's this is acidic, it complements like the umami. But yeah, but it's also savory. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're gonna get like that fig or ripe fruit yeah. or nut kind of character. Um, beer, we're fucked. I Unless it's sour beer. Yeah. You can. Plus acids involved, yeah. 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 It's got to be so wild. That's something I don't know as much about that I would like to know more is just beer in general. Mm -hmm. Just learning, like, whenever I see you guys come into my bar or we encounter one another out in the the Phoenix Phoenix zone, I'll pick your brains almost be like, what do you got to tell me? What's what's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? this?" Cool. Awesome. I'll try to, like, soak it all up as much as I can. Fuck yeah. Um, We're ready to talk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, like I haven't tried every brewery in Arizona, but I, out of all the ones I've tried, it there's just you guys are just different. Your I beer is just so different. phenomenally like drinkable to me, to my palate. I just think it's the it's the best one out here. I, I appreciate I, your palate fade, found its way to us because that's <coughs> certainly the way we'd prefer it. Dude, people's I, yeah. palates find us. First time I not their fucking Instagram, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm a social media guy. I get that, but it, yeah. it's cool that you're. Your palate found its way to us. Yeah, I found you guys when I was just turned 21. I was what, 2013? Oh, okay. When you you were still like only half, like you were just that one room in Gilbert. Oh, yeah. Those days. It was, yeah, yeah, it was just like a small little place. And then every few months I go back and there'd be like a patio. Then you come back, there's another patio. Oh, there's another room. Oh, we bought the whole fucking building. I'm like, this is awesome. And then, yeah, you guys blew up. I mean, you also had some, you had a, a tremendous amount of help in the beginning, right? From some, like, rating. What, what was the whole thing that, like... Um, biggest... <laughs> number one new brewery in the universe. No. <laughs> uh, number one new brewery in the world yeah. got misconstrued a little bit, but we accepted sure, but the rating. Didn't, didn't, the breweries didn't that opened, hurt. Uh, opened that year, we were honored to be noted as number one. And we were not number one. I mean, we can admit that fully, but we were yeah. probably the most diverse and innovative in terms of like our repertoire and what we were offering. Yeah, you know, we're, our willingness to like jump off the deep end. Yeah, I had a stout with like coffee beans and jalapenos in it. I remember that. I don't know if it's, you guys still yeah. make that. But yeah, yeah. That we before Trump, it was a cool beer. It's called American Presidential oh, yeah. Stout. Oh yeah. The name hey, but Obama signed <coughs> the can. So. Obama signed a can, which yeah. is pretty cool. Um, That's cool. The name refers to the fact that the Russian czars used to have the English um, in a period that the English needed to please the Russian czar would create a beer called Russian Imperial Stout. Mm. And it was such an alcoholic gravity, meaning had a lot of alcohol in it. It could travel far. Yeah, and they would only brew beers that decadent and, and special for an imperial court. Yeah, right. Hmm. So we were making a play on that, but now we release American presidential mm. stout, and you're like, "Fuck, what are we doing here?" <laughs> Still but it's such empire. a brand. Yeah, yeah. I did, I just remembered Ambrez. That being Ambrez. Am, Ambrez. 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 Oh, that's like what it was dead called. Dead Prez. 
in Perez. Okay. When you shorten it. Yeah. It's, it's like saying dipper. God damn it. What's a dipper? What's a tripper? Indian pale so How long have you guys known each other? Since you started. So it's 2012. 2012. Yeah. Okay. We actually didn't know each other before this project. Right? We had women yelling, Patrick, Jonathan, and we didn't know who they were talking to. How did you? How did you meet? That's a, the exact story. We looked like uh, you each looked other. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, we looked like each other, which still is a thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you got you're white. We're white. <laughs> <laughs> We're white. That's all. That, that's that's all I see. We're white. Oh God, that's fucked. I don't <laughs> mean that. <laughs> I don't see race, color, gender. Hum- I don't even uh, see humans really. I see uh, light wow. beings. <laughs> you're white. Transmission. You're, you're so no, but that that is yeah that. Because you look at us and you're like, we don't really look okay. You're bearded and white. Yeah, all people it. see sometimes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we, but people did yell to me. Hey, because hey. I did. Oh shit. No. Can you go pick that Boom. up? Come here. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, you need a tone for your dog's foul. <laughs> but fucking my plants up. Oh that's man. Devil's ivy. You you fuck my plants up. Like you're gonna. Ooh, ooh. I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> I'll, no, no, I'll get you a list of what you gotta buy for me if he eats more plants. Yeah, those are my babies. Um, Pat's used to this. I know. Evil Burgess. The question was, how do we meet each other? How do you meet each other? I was doing Kickstarter and and had to raise the initial capital, and so I I was known as John from Wilderness starting Kickstarter, right? And so a few times people would see Patrick and say. Hey, John from Kickstarter. And then they would see me and go, hey, Pat from Santan. Because he booted at Santan yeah. Company. And so I I said, I got to meet this guy. And I'm walking to Santan. And this beautiful woman walks up to me and says, where were you last night? And I said, are you talking about Pat from Santan? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't met him yet. I want to meet him. She goes, oh, he's probably in the back somewhere. Sorry, I thought you were him. And so oh back God. then, we probably did look a lot more like each other. You know how the industry goes. Yeah. You look like... <laughs> Like you hang out together, you drink together. People, yeah. Eventually, sometimes you people mistake sometimes you. Lay down. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I'm not gonna go anywhere with that. I didn't do that. <laughs> Whatever. Um. So yes, 2012, you met. You worked at Santan, and you got behind his thing. Are you from Arizona? You yes. got behind his thing. You, I did. Yeah. Where did put it? I did. Got behind, behind his, his like thing. his little his pipe. Sure. <laughs> 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 at the time, it really did feel like a pipe dream, though. Mm-hmm. It's and fucking cool that it, I it was out. pretty uh, averse to his courting, so he was courting me. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me. <laughs> I, I, well, I can give some some <laughs> advice, and I think he gives this story, and I can give some advice on how not to do that. Okay. You, when you're starting a brewer and you know that you're underqualified, you're going to reach into an ego zone. You're mm-hmm. going to say things like, "You're going to work for me one day." Um, meant no ill to it but I did happen to say that to him one time didn't mean like you're going to be subservient to me and I did I worked for him for a period of time so I was right no (laughs) I I just he came off wrong and he he didn't take it well he took it the way he should have and I in hindsight I I took it the way you know any brewer at that time in the industry would probably feel about an upstart um, idea, right? That was radical, that was expressive, and that was a little bit cutting edge and probably breaking from what they'd been taught, right? The norm, mm-hmm. the value, which is, hey, 
this is exactly how you do it and there's no other way and you work your fucking ass off and you throw shit you know kegs against the wall yeah. and john had a completely different approach right so that's that's change you know yeah well yeah. because it was because is it part in uh, in part due to the fact that you didn't work at a brewery didn't have those kind of standardized things <coughs> there was definitely that thing yeah. that I thing where brewers did not respect right brewers aren't going to respect people that aren't brewers so I, s- I had to sell no. myself as a brewer to so many people though so yeah i got used to that i probably could have sold myself to patrick as this this guy who started a window cleaning business in 2006 um and did my own hard work for 10 years you know or seven years i should say i think you would have bought into that more like hey i know business i've done this would have been better but instead i was like i gotta fool him into thinking i know craft beer and that was probably yeah well and, and he didn't not know craft beer yeah based on his attention to what was going on specifically through some of these podcasts like his Brewing network would his have been a ear to that, the yeah. floor in the industry was much closer than what mine was i was seller blind into what i was doing right okay and so that was actually eye-opening to me because i looked at that and said wow there is a whole world out there that's happening yeah but i'm doing this monotonous task and i'm living in this culture that's that's built around these four walls, right? And so it was almost an eye-opening experience, but that's rad. you're going to push back, right? Because you have these this ego. Yeah. You have this feeling <coughs> like, I've worked very hard to do this, and you know you can't shortcut that. That right? sense of self, man. Yeah. The ego I mean, is a I mean it, you've, you've seen in the craft cocktail industry, right? With all, most of what it is, a lot of, lots and lots of ego. Yeah, I, I mean, there's the the craft cocktail industry blew up just like beer did sure and at one point anyone who was a bar back at at any reasonable place was starting their own place right because yeah. they were the master <coughs> and so beer yeah. had a little bit of that i was talking i was talking with uh casey wallen you guys know casey wallen yeah yeah did he <coughs> he's he's a what was that did he work at a brewery at Sansan? no no casey wallen is the like head mixologist of uh, Young's Market Companies. He does what Jason Asher used to do. Okay. Anyway, big in the cocktail world. He, I had him on last week. I'll be posting that tomorrow, I think. Um, he talked about how, and something I, I see a lot of is like these bartenders who, who bartend for two years and they're cool, they make cool cocktails and they rock, rock, blah, blah. And so someone's like, hey, I want you to open up your own spot. I'll fund it. Cool, run the bar program. This guy's never were in a bar program, program before. He has no know anything about fucking business and get and they crumbles because they don't you know because like their ego takes too much of the um of that like initial stride instead of like kind of reeling it in like i don't know like i've been barred i've been doing craft cocktails for a long time i grew up around alcohol like my dad was an alcoholic so i'm just fucking (laughs) (laughs) no he 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 worked in the alcohol industry um so i was like (laughs) you know apple doesn't fall far from the tree but but it ferments but the apple ferments. <laughs> but it ferments and you get drunk off that apple. Yeah. <laughs> no, and so I don't, but I don't trust myself to run a bar program right now because I've never managed. So once you, mm. you have to kind of work in your, your, your way. So I don't know. It's just one of those things that this you made me think of. Remember, ego isn't <coughs> being proud of what you do and talking no. about your pride. It's embellishing yeah. your pride. Yeah. yeah, you have to work with your ego. So there's a, a really big piece of advice I got like, I don't know, like a year ago is like, from a podcast and the person said never enter a situation too high ego or too low ego too high ego you're you're not mindful you're you're not like humble you're not reeled in 
too low ego, you're going to get stepped on and you're not going to actually accomplish anything. So you kind of have to have this middle balance in order to kind of make things happen for yourself. And I think it's a good general rule to abide by. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like we all three have egos and I want to make sure you guys are being heard <laughs> as well as like I'm being heard in this conversation. And that's the cool thing about having a podcast is and like drinking embellishes the ego. <laughs> it also loosens it yeah, up though. It, it does. It does. Um, I just, yeah, I like it. It's Speaking cool. Of which, getting John, better at spot. You, you're empty. Huh? Oh, yeah, I, I, I see that. So I can you can embellish. Okay. Embellish this, is the, this is what I really want you guys to try. This is my Arizona Amaro. Okay. Um, What's Arizona about it? I'll tell you. So there's like about, there's about 20 ingredients, not counting booze and... Um, about 20 ingredients. Distillate and sugar and water. But uh, there are, are seven ingredients I sourced on a foraging little... Ex- Escapade with Glomsky just around Page Springs property back in like December. Brendan and I went and helped him um, prune. So that's when like the grapes, all the all the foliage has kind of died back, and you kind of strategize where you want the next year's growth to go. Mm-hmm. So it's pruning, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what I went down for when Boone. Well that's when you get. That was in when was that? Uh, it was a month ago. Oh. He, were there already shoots? He probably just hedged then, because he Glomsky okay. corrected me last Pruning time. Pruning and hedging. Yeah, right. yeah. The last I, episode. I showed up after they're done working, and we just drank. So. <laughs> I showed up at the end. <laughs> I did like two and a half hours of it's. That shit's hard, man. That is a. F- I do not want to do that. Five hours. Wow, you're a big boy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I hate, I hate you. Let's talk, <laughs> this, let's talk about this beverage. Yeah. I had my first sip. And yeah. So it's uh, inspired by something you guys did, but um, black walnut, new growth buds. I didn't get any of the walnuts because they're not ready until like summer. Earthing um, the vortex. Is that what this was inspired mm. by? Yeah. And well, and you're brewing the sycamore because there's sycamore leaves in this. Oh, brewing. Sycamore I leaves. I can uh, feel a little tannic mm-hmm. component mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. yeah. Bergamot mint, um, sage from his property, uh, <coughs> black walnut, new growth tips. Uh, whorehound from the forest, and uh, I thought this was like a PG thirteen show. Boone's looking for whores, whores and hounds, whores and hounds. We got hounds here. Whorehound ale. I think I get a whorehound on my hand here. Look at this. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's there's like an, an Arizona Tangelos from like I think McLennan or something. I okay, bought it at the farmers market. So, hey. so how's that incorporated? Cheers. Thanks into for having us on this. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, yeah cheers, guys. I'm glad to share this with you. This is Do you special shit. Uh, and you yeah. always make eye contact, too. Tapping seems like you should have been in the military or something. I don't know. It seems it's like you should have a, a bad banker father who <laughs> beat you. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone through some bad past life shit. I okay. So. Dab away. Dab away. I don't know. What's no funny idea. about tannins is they'll, they'll create a false mouthfeel that makes it feel like there'll be more sugar. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And this 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 is almost it it has a peak and valley pretty mm-hmm. quickly. I like it dries it. dries yeah. you out yeah. right at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've let this age for like I don't know three four months since I bottled it. Just kind of on there. Um, yeah, this is this is a fun little first run. I just put a bunch of shit in and measured out, wrote everything down, and then I think it comes in like thirty two percent alcohol. But yeah, just grabbed Arizona ingredients and so like. An eventual goal of mine, which is becoming more and more of a reality, is um, getting an Arizona Amaro that is 
ideally I would like to have like a spirits company with multiple brands underneath it. So the main umbrella which these things sit under, kind of kind of doing specialty liqueurs just like you guys do with beers. You know, because there's so much seasonality and terroir that is always changing and inconsistent, and I want to take advantage of as much of that as I can. We had a wet year. You have a (coughs) built-in clientele, so, I mean, what's holding you back? Um, Currently. Just waiting on distillate. It's coming at the end of the year. Okay. I also feel like... Can we talk about Eric Blomsky? Blomsky. I I feel like Blomsky's the guy who... Well, you'll approach and be like, I don't know what I'm doing or anything. I'm very extroverted. And then <laughs> over time, he'll be the smartest guy in the room and an extrovert within five minutes of meeting him. Yeah. And he'll Get just him some like, bubbles. Well, He's well, there. What, what you could do is, and he'll give you some, what I would consider like the grandeur of, of uh, advice. Yeah. Like what you could do is, and it's going to be something fucking great, but at first mm-hmm. it's like, all right, I look up to you guys. I, I think you guys are great. That's you know? what he says to me. Yeah. I'm like, <coughs> no, 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 no. You, yeah. I want you to talk about your... Your whole journey, man, mm-hmm. is fascinating. We need people with wisdom. There's a brewery in San Diego called Bagby. I was just with them. And Bagby? Bagby. That's B-A-G-B-Y. their last name. Yeah, that's okay. their last name. They're an ocean variety. Cool. Incredible beer maker. but <coughs> Shout out to Bagby. Yeah, he, he made, uh, he won numerous medals at a place called Pizza Port. Okay. Pizza Port made Southern California pubs famous. Uh, not okay. beer, but pubs famous. And he won a lot of the awards there. And you hear what he says. He never once says, hey, sit down and grab a pen. Never once says he said that. It's always, this is going to tell you my point of view. Yeah. His point of view, like Glomsky, is always like, holy shit, that's based on years of failure and years of success. That's the kind of people we need to listen to in the industry. Yeah. Those are the kind of people I like seek out, too. I'm like, who, who's already fucked up so I can like get five steps ahead of fucking up? Because yeah. I'm going to fuck up no matter what, but like, can I minimize the fuck-ups? Some of the fuck up, fuck ups, though, you know, y- you just can't see. Can you reverse your headphones underneath the, uh, yeah, just lift up the whole stand. Boom. Yeah, it keeps making this like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. <coughs> I just want people to be comfortable, right, people? This is Tell Your Mom a Lot Beauty Podcast, episode number eight, and this is all about comfort. Is that your DJ voice? DJ yeah, 65.69. The jizz. Turn the air conditioner off. I know. It's about to get, it's getting steamy. I man. love it. Let's fucking sweat. Rock it out, awesome. dude. Hey, turn that fan off. It'll be even better. <laughs> turn your heater off. I'm going to turn my stove, all yeah. four, in yeah. the oven. 325. That's how I grew up. I did. Maybe we can stop breathing. <laughs> yeah, nobody stop breathe breathing. for the next two hours. <laughs> <laughs> that exhale is actually just my lap. It's the last breath I'll take. <laughs> R.I.P. Thank you guys for coming on for your last <laughs> appearance. Last day. Okay. Well, Wim oh. Hof it, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know Wim Hof? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cold, baby. There's a there's a place called, excuse me, everyone, for this squeak. It's a it's actually a mice. I'm squeezing to death. A mice. There's two of them. There's a mice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Br- there's You should do a mice ale. Of mice and men. Oh. That's a fucking smart one. Britannomyces. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, more tomorrow um, to drink. Is there a reason that uh, you need to keep it corked? I just put it back in the last um, Sunday. Yeah, so yeah. so it doesn't. Is there like an oxidation component? Oh yeah, I mean, oxygen yeah. is your enemy no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I mean, alcohol will evaporate a little bit. So even if you have like a bottle of whiskey, that's like, say you have like oh I have like four pours left, and it's been sitting here for ten years. Nope, nope. That shit's gonna. 
Guys, we got a dog on the episode. We have a dog. <coughs> I repeat, we have a dog on the episode. He's a powerful uh, core. Yeah. Sorry, he's a little restless because we haven't been taking care of him. Well, you know. Today? Meaning running around in the mountains. What did you guys do today? Uh, we meetings. We are separate today. Meeting. We're meeting uh, boys. We're separate? Okay. I had band practice. I have a band named Western Handshake. Western Handshake, yeah. that's right. Yeah. I actually uh, climbed with one of your cohorts, uh, Jackson Jax. Donahue. Pat's a, Pat's a climber, and he's a 5.12 climber right now. It's pretty cool. The guy that started. I, I don't think so. that's accurate. He's got a good. Oh, I thought you said 5.12. Sorry. Uh, 5.11 would be Fuck. the rating. I guess I'm not paying attention. Which anymore. would be uh, probably intermediate. Above yeah, beginner. Yeah, but you started six months ago. This yeah. wasn't something that's years. That's true. That's true. Yeah. i got to give you some praise. I'm proud of you. Thank you, Jonathan. Pouring more wine. Ooh. For you. Yes. Wine yeah. tomorrow. You've really like made your way to our hearts. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude. There we go. You g- you're about to make your... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I'm about to make my way to that fucking dick root. <laughs> I just I'm heard about Dick Root today. What's that non-binary, so you're going to uh, find a Barbie doll. Blue Dick. Your Ken doll, too? Yeah, Ken doll, Barbie doll. I don't see you gender. Know that, uh, as long as there's Blue something Dicks? to touch. Huh? Blue Dicks? Blue Dicks? Yeah, uh, you can forge those. Where it's blue? Yeah, it's, it's a flower, uh, Blue Dicks. Really? An Arizona flower, actually. So <coughs> it's it Awesome. As a landscape photographer, which is my true passion. Yeah. Uh, blue Dicks, they come out with a later month, or a later winter rain. So it'll come out if the rain started later. Like in, in February or March? Or yeah. Something? Yeah, because the poppies will come out. Do you care about this? Can I talk I about this? Dude, I the poppies. Look at my arm. I've got plants all over. I love yeah. plants. Yeah. Your dog almost destroyed one of my plants. Okay. That's all right. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> that plant yeah, was kind of dry on the roots, by the way. Yeah. Look at this. You don't, you're not supposed to water many trees a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If the roots stay in water, they'll get rotted and shit. Yeah. You water uh, just like hops. Poppies. You know about the hot project, right? Yeah, go on. Go on. Well, let's bookmark let's, that. Yeah, let's yeah. go back to that because it all comes to agriculture. So why landscape photography is so important to me is if I didn't need to know when poppies came out, I don't know that I would have ever cared. Brittle bush, blue dick, yeah, um, you know, barrel cactus, swarrow fruit. Why, why I, I know that because of generally that cup. That cup. Look at the cup. Barrel cactus. That is an acacia with a barrel cactus. Mm. Um, so, <coughs> what I love about Arizona mm-hmm. is it's going to provide difference. It's going to provide um, a flow that is generally unpredictable. We know it's going to lean towards a dry desert. We know that, right? Yeah. But we rank amongst the highest water deserts in the world. Wet two, two wet seasons, right? Yeah, with two, that's very rare. We have one of those unique monsoons that only India and Bangladesh have, yeah. um, or Bangladesh, I should say, like th- where it literally goes over. We we have rain come from dry land, and then it comes from wetland in the monsoon, and so we're very lucky to be able in to the say Gulf. the Gulf of yeah. California. Yeah, not even it, some people say the Gulf of Mexico, but it's the California the Baja. Gulf. Can you say? Yeah. So yeah. in December, this is. The opposite of monsoon. This is our standard winter rain season. If you're getting rains and you're getting consistent temperatures, you're going to have germination of these poppies mm-hmm. and and s- uh, several other things. But the poppies are what draws people out. We yeah, had a we had a decent yeah we had a yeah the little orange things with uh, fingers that stick out in the middle that, yeah. that need to be pollinated. But what's amazing 
is the poppies are the number one choice of bees. Mm. Bees this year probably went fucking ape shit. Oh yeah. Because the poppies like having sex with, you know, Brad Pitt, mm. incarnate, you know, oh, and yeah. it's like the prettiest of things. And so that's kind of unique to think about that nature offers this. Yeah. And so you're shooting this scene uh, with poppies, right, as a photographer. But you don't think like, wow, this, is n- this isn't this is for you to shoot. This is nature's wing. Hey, say a way of saying, hey, birds and bees, check this out. I have something to show you. That's like the most romantic thing ever. Think yeah. about that. Oh, for it's sure. It's a love language from Earth. Yeah. So I just, I get into that. And then as I a photographer, that. I have to research that. Because I can't just shoot something and say, hey, here's a photo. It's like, here's the story of the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's what, The yeah. most prolific plant in the Southwest. Damn. As far as wildflowers go, yeah, that's really cool. I, I could have guessed, I could have guessed that, but that's, I didn't know that. That's really mm-hmm. awesome. I love. I could guess that you look incredibly beautiful naked. I don't know. I could guess that too, but also like you know, Ken doll, and my legs detach. Yeah. Oh, if if you rip them sideways. Yeah. No, no ligaments. Yeah. Damn it. You don't have any fucking ligaments. Yeah, okay. Little, little ball joints. <laughs> I'm plastic, baby. Um, I yeah, my my kind of. I don't know, I just love, I love forming a broader world view. I love learning, I want to learn why every taste I taste, tastes the way it tastes. You know, what molecules are responsible for that? I just got this badass book about most of the observed, f- like, uh, volatile compounds in uh, food and wine. Yeah. And the crossover between spirits and, and how to get, how to pinpoint that better and understanding the different oil concentrations in different plants and, like, like cloves, for example, have an 80 to 90 percent eugenol uh, concentration. That main flavor for clove is eugenol, and there's like 80 to 90 percent of it is that per clove blood. Well, four vino. There are cloves in this. Okay. Yeah. Four, four vino guaita is the is is the compound that Saccharomyces, which is ale yeast, will create. Called uh, that's their clove compound. Okay. So typical of Belgian yeast strains. Yeah. Which are not popular <coughs> anymore. Yeah, so it, it only mimics They're not what anymore? Popular. They're okay. not popular right now, which unfortunately back when we were talking about my impetus, fell in love with Belgi- Belgian beers. I mean, yeah. consider World War II wiped out all Belgian breweries, essentially, uh, not all of them, but most of them. Holy shit. And so every single piece of literature since World War II has been about romantically getting them back, and then we get them back and no, no one buys them because, you know, the American IPA has... Um, captured the, the taste buds and hearts of a, a unique few but consider <laughs> consider like four vino guaycal right yeah it's not clove it just mimics do you believe clove. it's the IPA yeast can do that similar yeah the IPA oh yeah <coughs> because IPA has been ar- around it was around through that whole period of of Belgian beer and yeah. sour beer and saison and one of, the mo- one of the most significant things I can recall reading in Michael Jackson's um Great Beers of Belgium, or whatever the name of the book was, I believe it was Great Beers of Belgium. Remember that book? Yeah. He talked about how the Belgian pale ale might be the most benign thing in history, and it was a reaction to Pilsner, right? So back then, Pilsner took all these four vitamin glycols and isoamyl acetate, which is banana, ethyl butyrate, no. That's the beauty is baby vomit. I'm just kidding. It it took (laughs) all of these, um, it took all of these compounds that Belgian yeast adapted to. Remember, they didn't have labs, so you have these wonderful tastes, and then the Germans and well, specifically the Germans, 
on the check, they would have said, this Pilsner has no taste. It's cold. Come after work and drink this. Mm. And so the, the, the Pilsner dominant. It's still the lagers, the number one sold beer in the world, obviously. Anheuser-Busch coming here and the rest is history. Yeah. But yeah, the Belgian, <coughs> to me, Belgian beer has always been under a certain form of attack where it's unique f- for some period of time and then you go back to these easy drinkers and I fell in love well with ultimately it's it's you know it's hard to describe it's uh, it can have a lot of subtlety and nuance and it's not super straightforward mm-hmm. right like what is a Belgian beer like you say Pilsner it's a household name it's marketed yeah no one marketed Belgian beer mm. really ever aside from Blue Moon yeah which is is that a Belgian beer? You know, yeah. Stella Artois, which the is the romance of the name Belgian or Belgian. That's what that is. Mm-hmm. Is it a Belgian beer? Yeah. Yeah. How did we start on this? Because you had a uh, Chloe I was talking character. about Chloe. Yeah. 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 But for the wine calls, like the, <coughs> the brewmaster, this is a great, to me, a great story. But it's the brewmaster. It's, it's called Four Phenoglycol. Vinyl. It's a vinyl, which is, it, it's actually a, a root of plastic. That's what the vino means. It's crazy, right? Like these yeasts are creating enzymes that are the root of things. And four vino glycols. This one, G U A C O L. So it's on the vino, meaning it's creating these compounds. I'll that look it up later. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to get into that right now. Yeah. It's all rabbit hole for. Yeah. It will rabbit hole. But what? but I'm telling you, go to the. I mean, num- the number one beer I'd tell you to go try is Orval. Or Orval is or V A L. Yeah, that's Orval right. Yeah, the Valley of Gold. It's the famous story <laughs> of. We actually have a really neat story about Orval yeah. uh, in Santa Fe at a sports bar. Ooh. Yeah, you yeah. want some road stories? We could pair the mic up with road oh, yeah. stories. Yeah. Yeah, we went to a sports bar. I'm done with my Belgian. I think beer it was like a club. Talk. Sorry about that, everyone. Was it a club you. or was it the sports bar? It was like one a dance club, sports bar. You know, it's one where of those you wear a wife beater and people high five you. You know? I think it was on the menu, and they said, like I'll, "I'll have an Orval," and they said, "Well, we only have one of those left. Do you want it?" Like, I was yeah, I love that. I was fucking proud. And uh, I was like, they yeah, poured it into a Bud Light one. Stein, <laughs> 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 yeah. and it was old, so it like foamed up to the the brim, and it was a beautiful moment. Was it tasty? Was it? Oh, bad? It was incredible. Oh, okay. I mean, as Orval is. I mean, what does old do to carbonation? Uh, so the Britannomyces stream that's in that uh, beer slowly breaks apart those sugars and creates yeah. uh, CO2 and, and character in the beer. Yeah. Though okay. young Orval in Belgium is actually pleasant as well. And it's served at any bar, dive what's, bar. Do they age, do they age <laughs> it? Is that what makes it? What's cr- it's just real, real fast chips to, to talk about Britannomyces because it, it matters to the <coughs> to the. Uh, it's a bacteria, right? What? No. No, it's a yeast. Oh, Brett's a yeast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's oh, okay. It's not. Yeah. Um, it's a special It's a yeast. eukokratic enzyme-driven um, uh, yeast. So it, it's a diploid, like all yeast. It's eukokratic. It's, um, it's a yeast. And its job can you, can is... You, can you deep go a little deeper explain that? It diploid. It, Euk- it creates itself... Eukaryotic? Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. Well, it, number one, you have to remember to eat sugar. Right, it eats glucose. Yeah. So do whatever it can to break things down into glucose, and so that's what the basic 
description is it's a wild yeast strain. Yeah, but it's a diploid because it, it, it's own driven. it creates itself in a cloning fashion. So it it's an asexual being that says I'm going to create myself. It's a diploid. So, okay. You know? And so diploids and diploids dominate the earth, and we're just we're just here. From my understanding, trying to survive in that. We're basically bacterial and yeast colonies just walking around. But yeah. from my understanding, yeast is, or sorry, Brett, Botanomyces is, produces a lot of off flavors in wine and like the sour beer side of things. I guess Belgians are included in that. It produces more of like more acids. Like Not necessarily. Can you give me like a, a kind of a, give, give people like a, a quick bite on what Brett is? A quick summary. Yeah, so it, it's it's a yeast. Yeast. It's um. It's like a wild yeast. Yeah, I mean, we, we can say wild yeast. I mean, yeast, it's, it's lab it cultured now at okay, this point. Yeah, yeah, but sure. but in, in the world of <coughs> science and biology, they wouldn't call it a wild yeast. Everything's a wild yeast. But mm -hmm. why in beer it's important to us and why wine is we do call it a wild yeast because it's, it's living. But I've heard, um, my, I think it was Michael Jackson who said, yeah, it was definitely Ma Michael Jackson's a, the famous beer writer. Not, okay. Not the I was one like, I'm gonna find yeah. out. He'll eventually get to the bottom. Of yeah, it. Michael okay. Jackson is in our world and and bourbon, uh, beer and bourbon. He is a legend. He's passed. Okay. Um, rest in peace, because he was the last real writer to talk about. That may have been the day that Belgian beer died. And yeah, the beauty the beauty of these products based on how the yeast ate the sugars and decided what to do with those sugars. So, um, I'm trying to. I want to. I want to get a really good answer because when someone says, "What is botanomyces?" and you have the microphone, you better be fucking on point. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. a lot of people listening to this might like. There's like ten people listening to this right now, but maybe there'll be fifteen by the time I get this out. Well, and I but they they're gonna want to know. I can tell the fifteen the right thing, but botanomyces is <coughs> yeast. Saccharomyces is a yeast that we've told to start brewing beer. Botanomyces is yeast, and but, so but in, the, in the most basic fashion it's typical typical like saccharomyces yeast cannot break apart uh long chain sugars okay right Britannomyces can therefore it's going to continue to turn on that sugar to the point typically that it gets to zero uh, meaning zero <laughs> residual sugar yeah at all Breda does mean british by the way i haven't looked this up this is m memory so i hope British yeah, British uh, uh, sugar fungus, sugar which is eating fungus, anamyces. Hmm. So, Carlsberg, who was uh, a, a laboratory researcher, found this. Britannomyces is creating these enzymes that are uh, to to break down maltodextrin, which Saccharomyces doesn't do in any form. Like when you have a good whiskey, there's still some maltodextrin left in there. Mm. Um, that's what's so great about alcohol is because there's a balance of whatever polysaccharides or um, tannins are left. Britannomyces looks at it and says, I'm going to fucking eat all that. I want all of it. And that's what's so special and so scary about Brett. Why Eric Lomsky was on recently would be so afraid of Brett because it won't stop. We have beer that tastes good one day and 15 days later or six months, but depending on time, um, you know, at different elements of heat. Yeah, uh, temperature, but it, it will change it, beer. It can that have fast. some off-putting, you know, some goaty, yeah. uh, yeah. hay saddle leather like kind of farm. But how fucking special is this? This is what's so Leathery. great about owning a craft brewery is we yeah. have all these tools and utensils. And in can the you end, express 
there's so there's there's the ultimate truth is that we we can never be bored. Yeah. Well, and if you're bored with Saccharomyces, which is which is sugar yeah. yeast or um, brewer's yeast, then go to Brett and have these fun little fucking. Well, for a minute, beer was at this like great delta where it was, hey, we're starting to get away from this hyper masculine bitter IPA thing. We're getting into softer IPA. And we're also at like the height of sour beer and experimentation with Britannomyces, which is falling more along the wine realm, right? Where it's subtlety, it's nuance, it's barrels, it's time, it's it's patience, right? Mm-hmm. And it's bottle conditioning, and it was this very sexy thing, and you could sell beer or talk about beer in the context of great food and like wine-pairing dinners, but just replace that with really well-aged, curated beer. Yeah. And then that fell out of fat. I mean, it's not out of fashion. It's very much alive in 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 small uh, amounts, hyper to those farmhouse breweries, right? Okay. And they do an incredible job of saying, "Hey, we make farmhouse beer, and here's mm. how farmhouse beer is made." And there's even appellations, right? How to make goose, how to create specific uh, identities behind what a farmhouse brew would be. And you would use well water. You would use local raw grain. You would uh, try to source the ingredient. And so there's there's these these groups that are pushing for that. And those are things that we believe in heavily. And then mm-hmm. there's the market, which has taken this massive shift in the other direction. Mango habanero IPA. Yeah, uh, you know, there's a lot of sugar and sweetness and, and well, that things that are involved. We might even be too far back on that one. But no, you understand how that went in cocktails, fruit right? And lacto like sugar IPAs are hot. But think about tiki. Think about tiki. You know, I'm sure you have an opinion on that. Yeah, I mean, like, um, my my thing is like, I want to know the standard way things used to be. I like to be getting closest to nature as I can get. You know, I'm gonna hit me a glass a little more. Sure. Boone is the sweetest dog ever. He's a sweet old guy. After eating everything in his room. There, there are a couple of breweries that I would implore you to investigate, and I think you would get a lot out of. Yeah. Um, two of which that stand out heavily in my mind because they're a source of inspiration for who we are and um, you know some of the side projects and things that we do. Um, probably three, but two very hi- hyper-authentic ones. Um, one is Scratch. Um, Where are they? Basically, farm and foraged beers only, right? They, they, Ava, Illinois, the Ava, mm. Illinois, yeah. Uh, but th- they came out and said, "Hey, we're gonna make uh, ten tree beers this year, based on bark and leaves of trees." You know, and that was a that was a big thing. You know, kind of turned the industry on its head because we said, what, "What are you talking about?" Like, oh, yeah, well, if I take this cherry wood bark and I and I toast it, then this beer tastes like cherries. Yeah. Right. <coughs> and that was a big thing, um, though not applicable to most commercial op- breweries, you yeah. know, for the most part, well, and, and somewhat impractical, but yeah. very romantic and nuanced and beautiful. Um, and so we did some collaboration projects with them and got to see that's awesome what they do, you know, and, and cool. that's so I think that would be something you would get into. Definitely. Really like that. Definitely, especially like there's so many different like flavor molecules in woods. You know, you can pull from it and it just creates such like a cool depth and edge. Because beer, like, 
that's different than wine. It has it's, it, its base is grain, and grain has this more like this edgy kind of like like woodsier flavor. Typically, I think you know what I mean. A lot of the crazier fl- fruit flavors you get are going to be from the yeast, and like as far as I know, I, mean, I think so, right? I mean, getting esters from yeast eating sugar, and yeah, yeast encountering alcohol. Well, and that's one thing I think that's kind of weird about beer and somewhat disconnected from agriculture at times is you can typically like okay let's get some grain and and buy it from this very you know it's farm driven canadian or wherever you're getting it from but it's it's base grain right you're gonna get a very like neutral base and then you can augment it from there whereas wine it's very crop specific right and that's a lot of the story is hey, this was grown on this slope at this time with these weather conditions, yeah. and the harvest went like this. So this year was, was, it tastes like this. Yeah, because the te- the ter- that terroir shapes what con- components are inside the actual source of your sugar. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I, that can happen with grain, too, though, you know? And that's what it I can, think. It can, but you can cover it up much easier in beer because you're sure. augmenting it and adding things. Right? Sure, yeah. Versus wine, you're not, add, I mean, you're you fermenting. D- so sometimes you add things and you yeah. add acids or whatever, but, like, yeah. gen- but the general practice and the wine the culture for hundreds of it's years. It's just grapes. Yeah. It's not grain and then hops and then, and yeah. then now beer is cacao and coconut and mm-hmm. y- you know it's like there's so many additives and things and and we're we're very much an offender of this and that's part of the innovation of who we became was yeah. hey we're really really interested in creativity and with beer you can be hyper creative within a three-week time period and make an incredible product yeah and use local agriculture but that's been bastardized a little bit so yeah. you kind of look at it like oh yeah it's uh, I just cookies uh, and stuff. <laughs> cookie beer. <laughs> yeah. My aunt makes cookies out of her, her cottage uh, license bakery, and we, we made a beer out of it. Um, you guys were just at some, I can't remember where you were, uh, getting apricots? or yeah. <coughs> Were you a superstition meadery? Okay. So I saw some sort of post. We ended, we ended there because of a fire on the I-17. But Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, so. Jesus Christ. I think that this, this can be a great segue to why we... Uh, who we are cool. at Wilderness and why we we've got the background right why we care so much about some of these projects that just fucking suck but we love them so much you gotta do it right you have to be the the, the better company at, at some things you just do and that's you know like Patagonia as we've been listening to the uh, podcast of Patagonia you have to say let our people go surfing if you guys are interested in uh, yeah. in books Another great audio book. They mm. order Patagonia, the clothing company. You did, you did a podcast with? No, no, uh, no. no, no. He, he has an a, audio just book. book. Oh, just a, the Patagonia's audio audio book. Yeah, yeah. Oh, or, okay. or book. We don't yep. we don't <laughs> we don't look at things we listen. But <laughs> we we do a lot of driving. It's like when you're a wilderness person, yeah. as we've become, and John has taught me the the way. You do a lot of driving. Awesome. Cheers, boys. You, you do a lot of driving. Can we call Libby on live? Uh, it's Tuesday. No, she's working. Call Mitch. He's working. No, Libby's not working. This is a problem with the Jason, bar, bar industry. Jason. Everyone's always working. Look, I really believe that <laughs> if you're able to purchase things from your own region and you don't do it, 
you're saying no to a specific culture. You're saying no. Yeah. And yep. Hundred percent. Well, ultimately, it's it's capitalism, right? That's driving that because it's yeah. all price point it's drive. It's, it's, it's price point, yeah. it's and it's also effort drive because sometimes it's not price point; it's a m- the amount of effort you're willing yeah. to put in. Yeah, it's myopic like for one. Like you're your looking at the smallest version carry. of success. It's, you're it's at the ability to like investigate. Yeah. You know, it's so easy to click and buy from the mass distributors. Sure. Yeah, but it here's the thing. It's like all this shit exists, and it's it, we have Arizona is a huge agricultural area. Yeah, let we me talk <laughs> about that real yeah, quick. Let, let me take that like real sorry. quick. No, just and, and this that is something I read about. That is sorry, I'm getting incredible because a lot of people don't understand mm-hmm. that the yeah. table is about eight centimeters higher. Yeah, <laughs> that's um, not. Th- it's because I'm lifting it. People I thought any. I was gonna say eight, eight inches. Like I got an any, bro. Yeah, eight <laughs> centimeters. We're not gonna be the guys talking about penises in the show. So we're going to talk no. about Arizona, yes. and I can tell you this. We have, um, I have to fucking Google this. I want to say seven. I know I'm questioning myself, but. I'll be your Googler. Just speak. Growing I'm regions in Arizona. Why that matters, it's because growing regions are going to be based upon, obviously, land latitude and longitude. But it's also going to be about the elevation zones and how much rain they get. So we have, a, we have I want to say seven, but. I'm going to say it out loud without being correct. We have just continue. We, we have a, as many growing regions as anyone, um, and a lot of times more. Because you don't have as much frost. Well, no, it's not that. It's not that. It's it's how many thi- different zones we can grow new things. Oh, like the zone 12, zone whatever, zone 8. Yeah, we, we go to North Carolina, they have two. I know that. Because yeah. I'm just there. They have two growing regions, right? They have they have. Two places that can grow variants. Now they're very good at those two, right? They're they're um, the two that we're talking about would be super super rich soils. But we have seven yeah. areas we can grow something different in. And according mm-hmm. to the Nature Conservancy, we are the third most biodiverse state, third out of fifty, meaning our fauna flora and growing regions combined. Yeah, we're number three. Yeah, because you have like out of fifty, you have like the people always go wait a minute. What about Florida? What about you know Connecticut? What about no Arizona with its deserts and, and its mountain ranges and, and the forests and streams and forests and the sandy Yuma yeah. number three. Yeah, that's a nature conservancy fact. That's awesome. Yeah, so <coughs> why why do we want to support um, agriculture? Or you just even referenced just seeing us on our social media. Why why do we want to tell that story? Yeah. I think with by ignoring it, we're we're letting capitalism let momentary um, impulses rule. And I think what Patrick and I would like to do, and um, hope others will follow, is let's let let's not let momentary impulses rule. Let's let a um, a factor of of society uh, flourishing rule. Yeah. If you have farmers up the road growing apricots and you can live off that. And you can live off of uh, even our cow, our, our cattle program, um, mm-hmm. whether you're vegan or vegetarian or uh, omnivore or uh, herbivore, whatever you are. We would like to engage in your lifestyle. We want this to be more than just an impulse. I like beer. I'd like to get drunk. Is not who we're going to engage in. This is a way to tell a story about a long-term strategy for society. And now we don't have the answers. I'm not going to be a president. I'm not going to be a governor. But I, I think... If we were able to go to farms and just pick apricots and live off that, and the farm got to give employees money because yeah. you paid them, 
well, that's a really, really, really good strategy. And that's a really um, a beautiful lifestyle that I would believe in. And I think every state could live off of that. The problem for me is when I go to Oregon and I buy puree that a factory has, this, let's just call it manufactured, right? Yeah. And, and, and manufactured for the specific need of breweries, which is hot right now. I don't own a farm in Oregon. I don't know the truck driver who brought it to me. Multiple farms. Yeah, I, I don't they know They add that. malic so acid or something to stabilize. Yeah, this isn't, this isn't like devastating to the earth. However, how much plastic was, in, was used in this? How much gasoline was used in this? Mm-hmm. I can tell you when we go and pick apricots, exactly to a T what we do. And so all we do is cons- consume fossil fuels when we drive. And we limit that as much as we can. So we, we, we're picking apricots. You guys are hand-picking them. Hand-picking them. How many apricots do you pick? 600 pounds. We did it with cotton and copper. And, cool. and um, Tamara Stranger is the yeah. the chef over there, and she's just a living legend right now. She's, become, she's, she's, she's kind of encapsulating what a powerful uh, female in this industry looks she's like. However, she's, she's certainly not a powerful female. She's just someone doing her job. And uh, that's what I love about her. She's not like she's humble, is what he's humble. She's humble. She's not like he's not demeaning a woman. <laughs> yeah, she's not the figure. She's not strutting her shit. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's not super. I I need uh, a star above me. It's just I'm I'm, she's doing like, I'm just like making it. You know, yeah. I was just down there last week, you and she have, you she gave have me her on the podcast. I, I we we yeah we have one plan. Cool. Um, she gave me like some Mexican tarragon from yeah. um, uh, Tuwash Ranch grows it. I made a tincture out of it, so that's already done. If you guys want to try it before you go, um, you have out. a fuck ton of tinctures to try. I have so many things here. Let's see. I would like to have some chaga and lion's mane. Those are the two <laughs> things that wake your uh, brain up the most. And some people believe. What do we find in Cornville? I have both. Is that Rishi? Yeah. There, oh, you there's, got someone, re- there's someone growing Rishi in Arizona. Really? Yeah. yeah. And and well, lion's mane. I know a guy I that grows. Like, uh, well, Mark's growing some weird stuff. I know a guy that Southwest mushrooms. I can connect you to him. He grow. He grows. Yeah, we've We've worked with them. Yeah, they yeah. have. He grows all sorts of shit. I have all the powders, powdered reishi, and lion's mane. And I have a funny person who's gonna come on your podcast tonight with you. There's a band called the Sword. Yeah. The, psych, the like psych metal, right? Kind of. Yeah, the lead guitarist wife of the down thing. What are you doing? I just said, come crash it. And then there's someone else, Ross Simon. Bitter and twisted. Ross is great. Yeah. You don't have to crash they're, it. They're, they're, they're coming here. She's coming here. She's in town for a night and was like, hey, what's up tonight? I'm in wow. town. And I said, you have got to come. Kyle, Kyle Shutt, her husband, the lead guitarist of the sword, is one of the greatest guitarists, greatest people, greatest stories. Um, That's possible. fucking cool. It'll add value. This that, is Really? Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, and cool. And Ra- Ross is interested. He says, please contact me for a podcast. Okay. You'll have to know this about Jonathan. What you've planned may not be the reality the of what actually The lightning happens. rod I don't care. always collects energy. I'm, yeah, oh, sure. <laughs> He's got to call himself the lightning rod people. Well, look. Yep. Jonathan Buford. I used to be Jonathan. the lightning rod. <laughs> Jonathan, Jonathan, the lightning the rod light. Buford. Bad at other things. Bad at, a lot, bad at everything else. That's like no, evil that's awesome. Knievel or something? Like well, yeah, you, you have lightning a, rod. You collect energy. That's, that's Can fair. Can I tell an evil Knievel story? Uh, No. Okay. Joking. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I just he's one of my heroes. You're gonna you, you, you have to bear with me. I have to keep talking, guys. Carry on. I'm gonna go grab more beer from my fridge. Which I'll tell is this is twelve feet away. This is a commercial for Evil Knievel. So do you mind if we just pop up the camper in the parking lot over here? Actually, plow through, you? plow through the front. 
What? Plow through the front? Maybe, Do you have yeah. a cornfield? <laughs> sure. <laughs> cornfield on yeah. Camelback. Um, so, you know, one of the guys that got me in- interested into talk radio was Jim Rome. And certainly could be considered a dork. But I like Jim Rome. He was actually fucking great. He had Evil Knievel on his show back then. It was like Fox Sports Radio. I don't know what it was. But it, it was... It was a forum where he really, similar to a podcast, I think he was kind of right before Joe Rogan and allowing the, the um, guest to be the star. He had Evil Knievel on before he passed. And there's a segment where he says, Evil. And Evil's talking about all this, all this, you know, and I, I went to Wembley Stadium to tell everyone in England, fuck you, I can do this. Like, he says this. And I don't know if you know the Wembley Stadium thing, but it's too small. And they designed a ramp that was way too vert high. Okay. And so he knew it. He says it. I fucking knew it. I knew my engineer was the biggest piece of shit in the world, and he fucked it up. And <laughs> I knew that I would wreck. So he, everyone in Wembley Stadium basically is booing him because the stupid American guy is here to show him up. He calls them all out on radio like, you guys are all idiots. Come see me jump this. I will succeed. He knew he was going to fail. Breaks every bone in his body. Gets oh. up, limps off on his own accord with like four bones left, and he becomes a legend in England. So so what's next? Snake River. Boone's making an appearance on the microphone. Yeah, he's Boone, just I'm like telling he's it. He, Boone loves evil. Here we go, Boone. That's dog dude, breath. I'm going to get this photo for oh your Oh, my five. God. Oh, my God. So I think that's an exaggeration, though. Every bone, you can't break. You can't break. I mean, even if you slammed yourself against a wall at yeah. a thousand miles an hour, like you would. I'm pretty. Break, I'm embellishing, like, folks. Break a lot of I'm, them. I'm fucking. I'm sorry. just saying, like your pinky toe wouldn't break. Your skull, your nose. Yeah. Well, okay. It'd be hard to break. If you were pinky toe first. How about, can you Google this right now? You're the Google man. How many bones did he break in that? The so the point being. <laughs> so evil can evil. How do you spell his fucking name? It's evil as in E V I L. Um, it is spelled funny. Oh, it is E V E L. Okay. E L, yeah. Is it? Oh, oh it's K N I E V. I never knew how he spelled it. Knievel. 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 Um, Wembley. Yeah, England. <coughs> England. So, he gets to Snake River, right? We all know about Snake River, the jump. And Jim Rome says, "Evil." So you've had this career where you've crashed numerous times, you've broken bones, you get to Snake River. And I, you know about the Snake River jumper. This isn't some... Uh, I, is that the one across, like... It's not the Grand Canyon. What are you, a fucking kid? Come Grand on, kid? Stu. Evil Knievel attempted to jump. You don't know about this? I Dude, I don't know. I don't know Snake shit, River, man. The Snake River Gorge. Yeah, I feel like I know what you're talking about. It looks okay. like... Where is it? I want... Idaho. I won't give you the... Fucking Idaho. He's going to chew through this, by the way, but... Wembley Jump. It doesn't say how many... <laughs> Despite breaking his pelvis. Mm. No, he broke his That's pelvis. That's fucking the big bone to break. That's got to fucking suck. Yeah, it was. A, it's a great story. Um, I would just say this. He. Th- the point isn't what Evil did. It's how Jim Rome handled it. It was so great because he was like, Evil... You knew there's a. F- what was the chance that you thought you had to jump Snake River Gorge, a massive? I won't give the feet, but several hundred feet across. You want to take your motorcycle up a ramp with the same engineers that fucked you over there, <laughs> and in the middle of the question, it was 50-50, 50-50. Put like 
cuts Jim off, and, and Jim goes, 50-50 chance, evil. If I knew I had a 50-50 chance to die on the way to work, I wouldn't go to work. What is it? I'm evil fucking Knievel. That's why. He didn't get to finish his statement. I'm evil fucking Knievel. That's why. Wow. And I don't know. I just something about, I don't know, like conviction from someone, male or female or whoever they are, to say, they, that's why I did it. I hope wilderness has any of that. Because we're Arizona fucking wilderness. That's why we do this. <laughs> we go and we hand fucking pick things because we believe in it. Yeah. I'm sorry if I, that was the longest. That was that. pretty long, but you wrapped it up nicely. Fuck. Yeah, no, you, you gave everyone what they needed. You, you connected the, uh, yeah. made the ends I, meet. Because yeah. I, I, I think in the end, <coughs> what we do, we must have conviction. Well, and you also have to own it because it's honest, though, too, because you're not, you're not, it's not like you're lying. This is a Arizona white grapefruit lemon liqueur that I added a little bit of. I'm I shooting it like a shot. Is that okay? I don't, you do whatever you want, man. It's your life. Oh, okay. <laughs> he said, that's, oh, okay. This that's like not very social. So understanding. Yeah. He's just like, wow. That, okay. Awesome. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's okay to, 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 to speak kind of speak like that. It's cause we're fucking this. Well, it's true. You are honestly doing those things. Yeah. You know, it's not like you're lying. You know, you're not being cocky to, just to lie. You just, you're saying like we actually go out and we pick these things. It's just it's who we are. It's Arizona fucking wilderness. Like yeah, we have to. What are you making with that apricot? Uh, yeah, we're with cotton and copper. We're we actually have other ingredients as well: apples and plums. And we're going to <coughs> create, a, you know, what I would call a kettle sour. One smelled it today in the brew house. And mm-hmm. kettle sour is when you allow lactobacillus to eat the wort before Saccharomyces does. So it creates lactic acid, then you boil, and then Saccharomyces creates the ethanol. And so the acid stays in when you boil it. Yeah, essentially you pasteurize it once the pH drops. Okay. Um, to, which to like go I would prefer to have the What's your pH? lactobacillus in my gut. but What's your pH at? Sometimes it... Oh. I got you one right there, bro. Well, it depends on the fruit. Vita beer, you're repping AC. It depends on the yeah, fruit. Yeah, dude. Right? I Ready? saw it. I was Ready? like, I never tried the beer. Kyle, it's great. Can you hear this? <laughs> Cheers, dude. Cheers, both of you. Cheers. Pat, Thanks yeah, for supporting Arizona Craft Beer, by the way. Dude, of course. I just only, I mean, I don't really drink much else. Like, I honestly have like a Red House Pilsner twice a week. And if I ever go out to a brewery, I go to you guys, down, especially the downtown one because Gilbert's right, a little man. far. But like, that last one I had with you, it was super fucking lemony. It was, it was a Saison, right? Oh, God. Salome. You talking Salome. Salome. How yeah. good is that? No. It's tits. No. It's just, it's clean, it's dry. Mm-hmm. It's also Arizona at its core. It's it, If someone's like, oh, I like lighting to a little summer shandy. Well, here, try something that's yeah. like actually good. Yeah. You know? Good. I'm glad you feel that way because we're I very didn't proud about of that. that. Like, that's a good transition. No, in a, in a, good, in a good way. Yeah. It is like a summer lighting shandy. Lighting to a little summer right? shandy fucking works, right? It's yeah. just lemony, bright. You know okay. It's like, shandy? here's the training wheels, here's the real thing. Yeah. It's yeah. The, the, yeah, it's the, a little more edgy. Do you know the story of shandy? Mm-mm. You should learn it and tell your viewers. It's pretty awesome how lemonade beer became a thing. Okay. I'm going to bookmark that. Yeah, because I thought the, r- the, the town in, um, I think it's Luxembourg. It could be Austria. but Are you just going to tell a story? I'm just going to summarize. But they thought yeah. they were running out of beer, so they added lemonade to it because so many people uh, were this? coming to their town a long time ago. So You should add some of that grapefruit to your lager. See if it works. Did, did you try this? 
No. So some regulars of mine brought me uh, white grapefruits from their tree and lemons, and so I just made a liqueur out of it and let them let them peel macerate with ginger yeah. for uh, two weeks, and then I strained everything off. When you add water, all the oils kind of emulsify, and it gets creamy looking. So mm-hmm. there's literally just three botanical ingredients in here. We um, learned in Switzerland when we traveled there, Patrick, it's not emulsification. Are you going back in my memory? Well, yeah. When we went to the um, Absinthe Museum, it's not it's an os- osmotic thing where the okay. pressure of molecules <coughs> are forcing their way to the Yeah, because so the, the surface tension of the oils are stronger than water, whereas mm-hmm. two water molecules are weak. They just, two drops of water, bam, turn into one really easily. That's uh, awesome. Versus versus like olive oil and water, yeah. you know, it's like yeah. hydrophobic. So like these things don't bind with water, but they yeah. bind with alcohol. So when it's in your infusion, all those grapefruit oils and lemon oils are just in solution with the alcohol. So it's, yeah. like, it's like a, a clear, like orange kind of color. Once you add the water and the sugar, just gets all cloudy which is kind of cool you yeah, know it is it would require like some sort of you'd have to di- re- distill that infusion to get don't you feel, I feel like there's less of an aversion to <coughs> opaque you know things like beverages nowadays what's the drink in Jordan that we drank so much of French Jordan too damn yeah we brewed a craft beer with your only craft brewery in Jordan oh the uh, it wow. it kind of tastes like absinthe with dead sea salts it was like an absinthe liqueur that we were drinking. Okay. Um, and they drink it all dinner long, which the dinner is like probably 7,000 calories of food that they s- won't stop bringing you. Well, okay. because we were guests. It's was it called Iraq? By chance? <laughs> it is Iraq. It's exactly it. Iraq? That's it. Yeah. A-R-A-K. Yeah. It's, um, and we want to make a beer with him modeled after that. So we made a dead sea salt gosa there. We want to have him there to make an Iraq. Yeah, get, get some anise, maybe. Super anise forward. That's why we yeah. make yeah. it. Yeah, the beer nerds are gonna be like, we don't like. Well, an anise is is well, a very foreign flavor, right? Well, nephew we know is that. too. It's was it? A nephew is too. Sorry, that was just such a fucking bad joke. I don't get it. Anise. Oh, a I nephew. I get it now. now that was. That's a really good one. Wow, I, I, I'm gonna edit that one out. It's so awesome. Stay so I've never, I haven't edited one thing yet. That's Dude. the fucking thing. <laughs> your listener, your listener, aka your mother. Hey. My mom has listened to shit. She gave a bad, you have bad language. I'm like, cool. Mm, she's <laughs> no, fuck. she's listening. To we should get my mama. My mom would, aware. would kill it on this because, and so we've been talking about this. This is a segment that John and I want to do that uh, we think would be funny because my Stewie, mom. You have to say yes to this. When you, it's, just, uh, it's not a. I'm gonna hear it out. When first. you put my. Hold on, let me let me preface this. Hey, didn't I, when you say earlier you like you can't say you have to work for me. You have to say yes to hold me. Hold on, hold on, real fast. I do on my own. Hold free on. Will. Hold on. <laughs> let me preface this as as an idea. It's not a full segment all the time. You have her in for one full segment. It's got to be a video though. It's, it's like a. But it's 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 during the podcast in the middle of it. You would do this for about ten minutes. Yeah, so it would just be like a add-on to your podcast, right? So, and it would have to have a little video segment involved, and I think okay. it would just brighten up, you know. 
like break it away from just white guys with beards, right? Because <laughs> uh, that's what this is, right? White, white, women white guys with bearded <laughs> with beard sons, sons. <laughs> volume two. <laughs> but so, anyways, it, what the the idea behind Mama Ware doing uh, esoteric beer reviews <laughs> is really great because typically oh. the only response that you get from Mama Ware is, uh, well, there's let's see, there's three. Uh, one Which is, is to me could be representative of humankind. Is it three? Well, so the first one is just yum, right? So and or like you put yum. That's really or a yum. beer in front of her that she likes, and she means I can have another. That's what yum yeah. means. Um, and then the, the secondary one <laughs> is if it's so sour. She has code words. Oh my god! If it's sour, right? Uh-huh. If there's any acid, you know, beyond that of like a you know, typical saison. It's a uh, one of those shake your face things. Like you make that face. We need to teach her a noise right. for that one. Like she can't. You do need face to have a podcast. face. Because then you can do it on a podcast. That's try, right. Try this. Per Patrick's recommendation is the great grapefruit liqueur and the. What? So the third Water. one. The third one is, Mama Ware drinks a, anything with a decent amount of bitterness, and she says. It's a bit bitter, three. a bit bitter. So these are the three things, right? And so you would just videotape this, and, then, and you would have that entertainment value of uh, a, a nice lady, you know. That's pretty funny. Describing esoteric products. You guys could start a podcast. He calls his mom a nice lady. <coughs> we could do a collab podcast. Here's here we could do. You guys could pay for pay for my shirts, right? And give me you give you we could put your logo on my shirts. It'd be a collab with Arizona Wilderness. Tell your mom I love her Arizona Wilderness shirts. And we'll have a special where we'll have moms, moms doing beer reviews. Four beers. And like, <laughs> I'll have finally my... High five zero. Finally, we're going to make money. Yeah. <laughs> finally. We'll have my mom on. By the way, Kyle Schutt's wife who's coming over is a mother. We can do this Is tonight. she really She's seriously a mother. coming over? She's a mother. How do you know people from the sword? I I've only know, heard I about them proxy. Like I've listened to them like maybe twice. Can you I cut in like one sword riff during can't. this? Oh, there's like copyright shit. Hold on, dude. Music. His solo album. He'll let you do it. Yep. I need. Especially I need his permission from him. I can call him. Right? Well, we'll get the email going. That's fine. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I'm, I'm curious. I because I, I I've been really into this band the last like few weeks uh mastodon are you a fan of mastodon <laughs> <laughs> we're laughing because you're so cute yeah of course yeah okay yeah. cool awesome yeah, yeah, everyone, like everyone has to love yeah. mastodon well point, i just right? i just saw coheed on sun, last sunday and they're, yeah. they're one of my favorite bands well you don't have to like them i don't give a shit it's my yeah. i like them so they're kid rock they're like baby rock you can think whatever you want to think don't fucking listen to me you're right I'm, yeah, I'm not listening to you. No, I'm Thank here. You. I'm listening to you. Your opinion's valid, and I have a different opinion. That's all good. They're probably great. My last business partner liked them. <clears throat> I like Coheed a lot. They've been I've been a band I've I've loved since I was like 15. But Mas- cool. they did a co-headline tour with Mastodon. Uh, Mastodon dude, played. Can you uh, describe because it, I've heard a lot of really positive reviews f- about this band and their technical abilities and uh, some of the things that yeah, they fill do. Us in. On Coheed and Cambria? Yeah, uh, Coheed and Cambria is a progressive rock band from New York who uh, simultaneously wrote their author, their main uh, vocalist, Claudio Sanchez, wrote a comic book series called The Amory Wars. And he wrote, I think, like eight 
seven or eight albums total that are in line with the Emery Wars. They're concept albums, whereas one of them's like veered off concept is more about his life. But most of Coheed's material is kind of snapshots of different parts of the story of Coheed and Cambria. Coheed's the, the guy, Cambria's the girl. They're both like a husband and wife and they have children who get into some shit in this like planetary system far away. And um, they're great, man. They're heavily influenced by Rush and what, uh, what, uh, Genesis. If, if and you're going to lump them into like the category of bands, like if you're going to basically Spotify them, like, hey, I'm listening to Coheed and Cambria, what would be the other bands that uh, uh, people would be interested in that so might cross pollinate that. Unfortunately, idea. as far as like cross pollinating goes, they they'll they'll sa- they won't sound exactly the same. I'll look on Spotify and give what what the related stuff is, but like they cross into a lot of post hardcore and like hardcore acts, and like um, they are definitely progressive rock. I will definitely say first and foremost, like some of their material is so phenomenally like well written, and their guitar work is just mind fucking blowing they're so good yeah so good especially because they're singing while they're i mean you know he's singing while he's playing some of these things you're like holy fuck you try playing it and singing and you're like oh my god this is so fucking complicated Mm -hmm. but his brain just works that way um let's see related related artists um thrice the deer hunter circus survive the fall of troy finch thrice was part of the show i went to yeah yeah the mars volta no they're not yeah um, well, and that's the thing is that I was gonna talk about Mars Volta because I think vocally driven, that has a similarity high. to it, right? So, uh, you know, the higher the, pitch, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like I like Coheed a lot, man. They, they just kind of have I have a lot of nostalgia associated with them. There's some albums I'm like, this is kind of you just when he was hype hyper emotional, uh, he wrote some of the best music as as do I. When I'm hyper yeah. emotional, I write some of my best music. When I'm kind of happy and stoked and everything's going pretty smooth, I just don't really write. Mars Volta yeah, formed exactly. from a band called Ample Driver. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I can understand why. And, and Mars Volta, like to me, was like a really cool high school band that, for me, in, in my high school age, that was really interesting. Um, because You're over 30, right? Is that what I'm 33. You're 33, um, okay. I, I was definitely way more aggro yeah. uh, than that. Sure, but that was a very interesting band, and uh, to kind of speak to the, <laughs> you know, obviously, growing up in that age, you end up Tool and you know these these bands, right? Fuck um, Tool. <laughs> Why? I don't I don't know much about Tool. I know about a little bit about Maynard and a little bit about the music. Why? It was already too deep. It's it too deep, bro. Right Come on, no, man. Let's you talk know, about real music. Tool's fine. It's a fucking emoji. Let's talk about real music. <laughs> no, it's an well, emoji. If you, if you want to dig into Tool, I mean, you, you really, there there's a rabbit hole that can be dug into. Yeah, there's a, there's a uh, lot of work to, to dig into. But I you just, do I'm have to consider, like, you know, Maynard has the mysterious man complex, and, and he's done some things that it's worked out well for um, That are insightful and allow you to create your own journey, which I think is mm-hmm. in our the context of what we do is something that's kind of it's gotten away from that right where there's no ambiguity and there's no like subtlety and sometimes that should be okay 
right? It doesn't have to slap you over the head with it. And because you're, you're speaking in regard to what? I'm sorry. I'm uh, beverages, right? Oh, well, that's what we, I thought. We, cool. Like, right. This is the part of the show where we're shit faced and we're just going to draw. Uh, well, I'm analogies. fine, man. I mean, I'm think fine. about it. I got think a belly full like, of dumplings, dude. If, if anyone's if made it this far, they're, they're fucked. <laughs> like, you know, like, can you imagine? But think about I've gotten drunk in every one of these. I can see, like, who's a great diplomat, right? Like, who are um, our current senator? What is her name? Um, she's awesome. <laughs> We're not going to tell you. Her name is She's Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> she's Look it up on your first awesome. name. Awesome is his last name. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to uh, talk Michelle about that. Michelle Obama will never make it this far. It's fair to say, right? She'll never make it to this point of the podcast. Well, she, I, she I would love blitz? that. Well, I, I'm busting out more. Obama something? I'm busting out more booze because of the you're, people I'm with right fucking, now. <laughs> you're a fucking hero. <laughs> I love Michelle Obama. Oprah. Oprah's a shit. Not just, not, not just a name. She's the shit, dude. These beautiful people, but Oprah's amazing. Yeah. And in Baltimore, she started a show. Yeah. Like, think <laughs> about that. You started a podcast in your stupid fucking apartment. <laughs> <laughs> she, she went on live. Is this stupid? I like this place. Okay. <laughs> There's like bottles <laughs> everywhere. But think about she went on live. There's a Del Bach bottle. Oh, as an African There's a Del Bach barrel. I have three Del Bach barrels saying, in here. As an yeah. African American oh woman, she went on live television to talk yeah. about the point of view of people <laughs> around the country. I'm hey, just John, laughing because <laughs> you're just, <laughs> I'm not offended by you. Like your stupid apartment. That's yeah. so funny. <laughs> but I mean, it's pretty am stupid. Am I right about Oprah? Oprah is the grit. She's the tits. Dude. No one will ever. We love your drywall. You don't say the tits, dude. You don't say that. Oh, I say the tits. tits dude, I love tits the texture. Are great. The texture are, of your drywall. I don't give a fuck about this drywall. I'm moving out of here in like two weeks. Uh, More like a wet wall. <laughs> so. He's pissing on my walls. That's why he's saying that. He's, wanna, he's like going I, like 12 I wanna feet. Finish, I want to finish this podcast on a note of why people would listen. Is this what? the end? I didn't no. say it was the end. <laughs> I, I dictate when it's the end. Let's see. Let's see I like what to time talk we're about at. Can I address one thing? Like We're about two and a half hours. Is that hours. a man with breast uh, with lampshade on his head? Uh, I don't know. It's a man with uh, just regular man, man chest and nips, I believe. Okay. One of our friends painted that and she's like I hate this we're like no we actually really like that can we take it and she's like yeah it's, I was gonna throw when it away you say we it sounds like you're talking about a girlfriend but it's a no I have a roommate yeah just a collective it's it's his what you're 24 it's his I'm 25 okay you still talk about roommates as we got it okay I guess that's the thing <laughs> everyone out there if you have a roommate uh, apparently you can't associate as we because we. Jonathan Buford gives you shit for it well I'm just saying Married people say we. Do two yeah. non-fucking people living together say we? I don't know. You don't know that. Yeah. You don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how we do you know, like man? We like the lampshade guy. Yeah. What a cute little story. I would say that I didn't have anything to do with that, so it would be he. I'm still frustrated that no one listening to this can see that. Michelle Obama can't see that. Michelle Obama's not. If, if Michelle Obama let's, listens let's to this, I'll, shoot to the the stars, dog. I'll give you ten bucks, shoot dude. Ten to the garden you can reach is what I want to say. So ultimately, yeah. it's a non-face uh, showing person who's sitting in a chair. Well, if you look hard enough, you can see a face. They fucked up the face, obviously. Christians believe uh, they painted that over they the should face. live like Jesus is watching. <laughs> I love that. I live like Michelle Obama's <laughs> watching. <laughs> what religion would that be? Uh, Michelle Obama is. <laughs> it's pretty easy. Michelle Obism Bisms. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make fun of her. So let me get back to a point about music, right? Tool is not good. But, uh, but it is are you good, saying this objective? <laughs> well, okay, hang on. Put on, but it is no, good. No, no, uh, you're going to hang reason, on. The reason. Hang, let me give me. Just, I like that. Has, 
Give me a second. Objectively, it's they're not good or bad. Right. It's the yeah. Schrodinger's cat. I guess you subjectively, subjectively to you, you don't think they're good. And but you, 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 I guess I'm gonna go tie it back. Into I'm trying to be objective and reasonable. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tie it back into craft beer. It's they're not good. They are good, right? They're all of the above. Okay. <coughs> I hope that our brewery can not deny the fact that creating a super fan is is a good thing, right? What Tool has done and bands like that. Yeah, they create. I also don't want to. I don't want to deny the fact that you should love us. I mean, ultimately, in, you in know, the beer context, that's what I don't like about Tool. Stop loving us. They'd be the Sean. They they're nothing. the uh, Hill Farmstead of music, <laughs> correct? I don't have an opinion on Tool personally. <laughs> Everything I've heard from I Tool Sean, musically, I don't. I don't Boone's dislike. about to explode because you gotta. Hello. Hello. You were serious well, about I was this. Fucking serious. We have another guest that I, I've never met before. Hello. Uh, the goddess is the in goddess the has arrived. Oh, hey. What's up? Hi. Hey, how are you doing? Good, how are you? This, I told you. Uh, I, you <laughs> thought I was fucking lying. I forgot that you even Do said this. Do you have this. an extra headset? Uh, I don't. Someone's got to give it up. Hi. Hi. How, how are, are you? you? Man, this is Boone. I'll give it up. I met Boone last <laughs> I think you should. Sweet. I think I should no. I gotta host. I gotta. I gotta keep this fucking train steered, baby. I'm getting in this. You're getting in this. Can you? Yeah. Can, can you, you introduce jump, yourself? Why don't you jump on because you're way more interesting. Get on my headset and get her on yours. How about? Whatever you want. Okay. Or you can speak in the same microphone. You guys can just share the mic. Yeah. People oh, listening, we we've, we've just gotten a surprise guest who I've never met and I'm excited on. to meet. Hi. Um, Ashley Ray. Ashley Ray. My name is Matt. Pleasure. Matt there's Stewart. There may Some people be a, call me Stewie. A small amount of sweat right on those. Dig it. Are they warm? They're so warm. warm. Okay, warm. so <laughs> what I would ask of you, what were your name one more time? Ashley Ray. I thought, I thought you said we've been drinking just a little bit. It's just fine. Just a little bit. It's fine. I'm, this I'm is maintained. The most famous podcast in this it's about podcast. to be. We're about to take off. So this is the Tell Your Mom I Love Her podcast. Who are you? Welcome. Introduce yourself. And let's get you the mic a little closer to your face. I am a mother. Your mother. I'm a mother. So that's pretty special. Everyone tell Ashley Ray you love her. You see Ashley. <laughs> Boone, uh, Boone uh, just said that <laughs> in three snaps. Ashley. Yeah, so I just flew in today. Where are you from? Friends with these guys. Awesome. Living on the road in an airstream. Badass. With kiddo and man and dog. Small dog. Dashon Luna Dashan. is her name. Okay. She's so cute. Um, yeah, we just we live on the road. What do you for the last ten months? And it's been awesome. badass. Are you going across country? Are you going we across We went state? across country. Okay. So we started in Austin, went southwest. New Mexico, Arizona, the PCH all the way up to Oregon. Yes, that's Idaho. a good drive. Oh, amazing. Is it still closed around Big Sur? Or is it open around Big Sur? Yeah, it's open. They re- okay, because when I did that, I did this drive two years ago. I did like I took a month off work. went from Huntington Beach to Portland. I had to c- cut inland because Big Sur had those landslides and their bridge got fucked, so I couldn't drive through. Yeah, no, we missed all that. They repaired it. It's amazing. Awesome, dude. That, Highly that recommend doing it again. That drive is... We got to pull over on the side of the highway, and it happened that where we pulled over, there was a secret trail. Okay. And we had 
Big Sur to ourselves. Wow. It was amazing. Wow. Yeah. Big Killer Sur. Views. Big Sur, like, if you see pictures of Big Sur, visually, when you're there in person, doesn't it, it's completely different. Yeah. Pictures, oh. pictures oh, it's so truly different. do not do Big Sur justice. No. It, and also, the when you're there, you feel like, where the fuck am I supposed to go? Because it's so, like, you have to know where to go. Yeah, you, you can't like, just roll can, up into Big Sur and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna hit all the spots." There's you not like very many people. No. There's not very many spots. You just kind of have to look out. And I didn't call my wife in time. Oh. Um, and it was not far from Carmel. Boone, you need to calm the fuck she, down. She called the. <laughs> yeah, Boone is seriously stuck. Boone is out of control. But she right called the Patrick, California Highway Patrol, Beast. and they came <laughs> looking for me. What? Yeah. Wow. They find you. I didn't call her in time. This was 10 years ago now. So wow. you were out on one of your adventures. Yep, yep. I was backpacking the glory, um, fuck. I glory know. hole. <laughs> I was going to say, I was no. waiting for the hole. <laughs> I was going to say the glory, the glory hole trail. The wilderness, but that's not. Every five uh, feet in the trail is a glory hole. Park. That's it. And I was backpacking okay. that, and there's a, long story short, there was a waterfall there called McWay Falls. I wanted to go, and I got back, and there was people looking for me. Wow. That's my story. <coughs> they found you. Wow. You but you were called. totally you fine. Called. You would have said, that guy's fucking I would have said, don't even worry. He's <laughs> got <laughs> this. Yeah. So, Ashley Ray, who, I'm going to have to include you in all this shit. Um, who, where are you from? Okay, so uh, born here in Arizona. Okay. Six months, moved the whole family to Tennessee. So I, like, my foundational years are You're the, the only 10 I see. <laughs> Patrick's yes. a girlfriend now. I didn't yes. do that. She's from Tennessee. She's Thank from you. Tennessee, so I use mm-hmm. that. I might move to Nashville. Oh, in the you should one hundred percent do that. It's yeah. amazing. It's such don't a you say time. fucking word, Jonathan Buford. <laughs> but let me just say, my child was born <laughs> no. in Tennessee. We need yeah. So hear, man. I became I became a mother in Tennessee. Cool. So what's her name? What's your son? Your, your daughter's name? <laughs> your son's daughter's. My, but my daughter's name is Sedona. That's cool. James. Sedona James. We call them. I was going to say your son. <laughs> you said you started to say son. No, I, I think this is Sedona. getting confusing. Sedona. I was just trying to give you shit. Okay, fine. He's trying to say Donna. But right now we're in Texas. Okay. Um, because I miss the South so much whenever we were cool. on the road. The vibrancy, the spirit, the food, the music, the honky yep. tonks, like everything. Where in Tennessee did you live? Uh, Clarksville is where my hometown is, and that's 45 minutes outside of Nashville. So I spent a lot of time in Nashville, too. Clarksville is close to the Kentucky border. Okay, so it's a little north. What about fried macaroni balls? Yes, 100% into that. And hush puppy balls, too. All right, that's going to be me. Bolton's. Like two weeks. Bolton's. Is it called Bolton's? Stuffed in my face with those. Bolton's hot chicken? Catfish house in Clarksville. um, You got to go. Okay. Is that by Nashville, Bristol area? It's called Bolton's. What's you know Asheville, North Carolina? Oh, yeah. That's I, my I favorite place. In the, one of my favorite no, places. I've never That's been. where I'm flying it. That's where I got this Hell tattoo. Hell yeah, I want to go there. You got a girlfriend. You have a girlfriend? I did. Oh, you did? I, I mean, I do. <laughs> I did get one. I okay. did, but I used <laughs> how, to. How did you go about ladies. getting this uh, girlfriend? This is actually a really good story. Yeah, we want to hear the story. Let him tell hey, the story. So, the uh, Stewie, this is actually a Jackson Donahue mandated, you know, implementation. Okay. Um, her name's Sam, and she's from Tennessee. And she's the only ten you see. Uh, exactly. What is she? What is she, what is her rating, though? Honestly. What? 
<laughs> it wasn't a swipe date. It was not one of those swipe so what dates. Is she, is, she, is she blonde? She is blonde. I think it's the same. I know she has a tattoo on her arm or something. Yeah, a tattoo on the arm. Uh, How yeah. do you know? Because well, I used to. I worked. I, I think I. She, oh, she's she's a an she's an extrovert. I'd right. So she uh, doesn't meet any strangers. Well, when I worked at they're they're when I worked at Pober Seeds, I, I believe I met her. Yeah, exactly. I could be mistaken. Uh, so Jack Jackson Donahue, uh, mm-hmm. this fine gentleman, he set us up on a date. Which was built around climbing, right? Mm-hmm. So we were gonna go awesome. on this climbing date, and you know I play things slow, so I, you know, I get people in a weird spot. Um, they think they're in the friend zone; they're not really sure what they're doing. And, and then you're about to drop her, and she's like, "Got you." It's, oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know like, I mean? like you want to spot her? Like I'm yeah. gonna spot you. You know that kind of thing. Um, but you know, you know, you go climbing, mm-hmm. and then you go do, do all these activities, and they they wonder like. Not they. Like I don't go on dates. I don't. I don't get dates. Boone's actually the only one who's got me a date in the past six months, which is amazing because look at his beautiful fur. I mean, amazing. so for anyone who's listening, uh, which may be very few at this point, the I think red I think it's doubled since Michelle Obama. We've established just is listening. That's yeah, weird. she is. Yes. Yeah. So the red bone coonhound is uh, very similar to the red fern grows. He's got a beautiful coat oh, and. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a Brad Pitt movie. It's a little red. It's got it's like a chestnut. Am- yeah, he's chestnut, a handful, yeah. but yeah. you know, like he sheds water really nicely. You can see how that's a little oily, and then the water beads off of his his coat, right? And that way he can get in the water and get those fish. He's falling asleep as fast as possible. What? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so. This actually was part of this date, right? I stood there with the dog, didn't say a word, um, which is my typical thing, right? N- I'm never gonna actually say anything. Nothing. And you yeah, know that's a that's a really terrible anything. strategy for most men. I, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, you want to say words mm-hmm. out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Use your words. And when you don't say uh, a word, uh, all you all you're relying on is uh, is looks alone or whatever, which um, based on the context of that, it's it's a lot of hair. It's a lot to deal with. You know, a lot of people uh, don't like that. Yeah, it's a lot of fur. Wait, but I want to go back to the romance that's oh, actually yes. happening. So the romance, uh, <laughs> you know, romance is a thing, man. You lean into it, mm-hmm. even when lean you're, in. even when you're, uh, you know, very risk averse kind of, you know, introverted person. Sometimes you got to lean in. It's like, look at this guy. Like he's I'm leaning in on this guy. This dog is going crazy. He's fully okay. in the moment. He's before you continue this. about your romance, uh, whatever bullshit. Uh, how? <laughs> How no, long have you been? Cool. How long have you been single prior to this? Uh, uh, this woman about a year. Okay, about a year. Obviously, it's, it's I'll tell you what though. That's no time break. at all. It is a weird, uh, weird thing though, uh, being mm. in the industry because if you're gonna date somebody, they ha- typically have to be understanding of the industry, right? You get that, right? Yeah. The yeah. industry has I'm a never way about you. it. They're like, not like going to see you as right? much. Like um, yes. There's a lot of alcohol involved. There's a lot of people. We're all friendly. We don't care. We're going to kiss men. Uh, We're going to kiss men? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's what <laughs> I always say. We're going to kiss men. It's going <laughs> to be a good thing. <laughs> oh, that there was, was a, a kiss. Me and, and Jonathan Buford just good. kissed on the mouth. That was a nice kiss. You proved it right. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah but I'm gonna bury me 
bury me and I'm not gonna it's not gonna matter what, who I kissed you know I'm gonna yeah. turn to fucking dust baby I'm gonna bury me, bury me my money just love well and, and this was something <laughs> that Kyle said to me Oh, tell me. Well, what did he say? Wait. He, he yeah, introduce Kyle. Okay, Kyle. Yeah. You should introduce I have Kyle. A, introduce Kyle. I have a stranger in my house who's very nice. You're very... Thank you for just hopping in and uh, hijacking this whole... <coughs> oh, <laughs> oh, zing. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm you joking. You're way more interesting. And you're actually building in something that's dramatic and different yeah. than just us burping and farting and, you know, the normal stuff. Yeah, it was mostly a lot of that before. <laughs> Surprising doesn't smell bad. That's all that was going on before. And the AC is off. As you I can, can probably tell, I'm hot. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's uh, fans. It's okay. Are as high I as have I worked on set before. I know. Okay. Ooh. I know what this is. Shit, yeah. shit is, shit is. <laughs> the AC is not cool. Yeah, it does. doesn't sound good. Podcast in the middle of July is. Um, so, so you. That's why he invited us. Kyle, we need to get back to Kyle. Kyle is yeah. is my man. Okay. He is a Maybe guitar player. Maybe explain the context of your relationship and. Yeah. First go with <laughs> Kyle, then you guys. <laughs> um, Kyle. How tall is he? What's his, uh, his, what's blonde, his color? Long hair. Long. What color flesh? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Caucasian. What? That's not stupid. It's, it's a silly thing. It's a silly question to ask. But he's in a band, and that's how okay. they're friends. Kyle Shut by Kyle Shut. Kyle Shut by Kyle Shut, which Shutt. is the beer you may have heard of. Okay. Or not that they. We haven't talked about it yet. No. We made a beer with Kyle Shut. That's why I invited her. Get closer to the mic. Person. She's. There we go. Ooh, she's sexy. special. <laughs> okay. You heard it here. Kyle Shut. Yeah, Kyle Shut. His Kyle band. Shutt. So his band is the Sword. He's in the Sword. Okay. He's in the Sword. Where's the Sword from? Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. Okay, cool. Stone. So, for what I know about the Sword, I've listened to them maybe twice. Is what I said earlier. They're like kind of like a psych psych metal. Is that what I mean? What would you classify them as? You're, you're more. I feel like they are on a journey. They were heavy, as, yeah, heavy metal, and then now they've kind of gone into just rock and roll. Cool. Texas rock. Yeah. Texas. Texas rock That's and fucking roll. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think well, it's kind of hard to pinpoint anyone's like musical genre because, like, you know, for me, like, I'm I draw from anywhere from jazz so to things. folk to like to metal to whatever you feel like yeah. expressing you know so but some people kind of ride in one like style but they've they've kind of yeah gravitated they, yeah the, i think oh. their set is so dynamic because it's because each album has been a progression of of their sound okay um cool yeah it's killer that's but rad that, that's fun then he, he went so solo they're cool yeah they're fucking awesome but yeah. solo yeah. is what he's Even on right fucking now better Kyle but it's better. totally different. Okay. How did you draw it? It's not that much different. Like, it's not. <laughs> yeah. But how did you get connected with Mr. Kyle Shutt? I met him. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Tell that story. Which one? In London or something. Okay. That was the second time. The, okay, the, the first time, time I met him, we were at a friend of ours brewery in Austin called Austin Beer Works. Kay. I don't remember the night because I blacked out, but apparently we met him. He, he browned out. Either. He browned out. He smudged. I just phased into a realm of not remembering. Um, but people said, you met Kyle Shutt from The Sword. And I was like, what's The Sword? I better look at that. So that's how I found out The Sword. That's exactly why I looked at The Sword and found but out I, these I guys are incredible. I thought I introduced you to The Sword. Pat, you've introduced me to everything. <laughs> Remember Carl and I? Yeah. We were into that. 
Carl from Fresh Prince? From Santan. Oh, okay. Crazy Carl. So, I like the sword now. Fast okay. forward, I'm in London, and I walk into a bar, and we were going to have a tap take over that night just down the road. Okay. And it, I was like, that's him. That's the fucking guy. He's like, you can't miss him. He's a nine-year-old kid, grown <laughs> up. Like, I don't mean that in a negative way. No, no. Like, he's, he's like, like he's, yeah, he's, he's not kid. like... He's so approachable. He's such a sweetheart. You can awesome. see his heart on his sleeve. He's it such is amazing a to guy. see that. Cool. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you, will, you can see it right away. He likes to party, and I like to party. So Yeah. Um, I approached him, and I gave him a wilderness T-shirt. Mm. I said, hey, dude, here you go. Um, <laughs> he goes, verbatim, I'm in some shit right now with my record company I got to deal with. I'm sorry. I hope you come to the show tonight. <laughs> like, kind of like diplomatic, you know, but but – <laughs> was he? You could tell he's a guy who didn't want to fucking deal with this record. But also, company. yeah, on tour is the worst. Yeah, because yeah. you're at work all all the, the time. time. Yep. Your your record company shows up and you How? gotta talk to them. Yeah. So, what, so what record they what label were they signed with? You know. Um. At that time, they were with. Ooh, now I'm having a blank. It's, you don't have to yeah. know. I just I was curious remember. what. That's that's like a <clears throat> that always intrigues me. Like what what kind of. So the record label they're with actually got absorbed by another record company without them knowing. Interesting. So now they're actually on a record label Brownie, that they didn't Brownie, the strong, sign with. Sorry, so I was it's doing confusing. advertising. Mm-hmm. That I picked them up. The way we know each other is from that. <laughs> okay. Yes, so but then you were going to tell a story about what Kyle said to you about romance. Oh, Ooh. well, so yeah, yeah, let me ask you a question about yourself. Yes. Um, so how did you meet Kyle and, you know, how did that progress? And This is actually a funny story. Okay. So we met probably five Wait, times man. before he actually remembered who I was. Okay, here's the first. He was dating this chick who I was friends with, and they had an apartment together in Austin. I flew into Austin, stayed at his house on his couch, hanging out with her. He's gone on tour, and he's supposed to be coming home. Okay. He comes home. She kicks me out. So I was going to meet him that night, but that didn't. Sorry, I just sent you the... Wait, why did she kick you (laughs) out? Because he was coming home, and they had just a small apartment. Oh, okay. So she was like, you have to go. He's coming home. He's coming home from tour, so like he doesn't want anyone around, basically. Okay. Thing. So they leave, whatever. Then we go out to a bar with her. He comes along, meets me, doesn't remember. Then I become friends with the bass player of The Sword, his wife, and okay. I become friends. <laughs> and so then we meet a couple times through them, doesn't remember. And then finally... They hired me to do the grooming for their press kit for their sixth album. The grooming, what is that? Grooming is when Trim. I come in and I What's your social make it look nice. She can nice. make me better than I am. What's your social media handle? People should look at that. At Ashley Ray Hancock. Well, okay, let me okay. hang on because at this point you've 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 hijacked my episode. <coughs> You're you've now which but is your, it's but cool. Your interests I'm are totally peaked. promoting myself now. No, yeah. no. At this point, no. I'm just building my connection. It's cool. Like nice, nice to fucking meet you. Genuinely, <laughs> yeah. I mean that. Yeah. Can you tell me? Because I'm gonna put this in the show notes. I'll tag you. Okay, cool. Ashley. It's A S H L E Y. Ashley. R A E. R A E. H A N C O C K. That's like every white girl's name. That's awesome. <laughs> 
I don't so mean that rude. offensive. No, but mine is Ashley <laughs> Ray. That was Ashley a little rude. Ray. Fuck it. Yeah. I was trying to be funny. Yeah. Ashley Ray? No, I'm not so But Ashley's have a hard... From the South, though. Ashley's get a bad rap. They're usually sluts. Cool. But Ashley Ray's are from the Ashley South. Ashley Ray's are from you know, the South, different. and we are Southern Bells. Yeah, so exactly. I dated an Ashley yeah. in high school, and she was... Well, I don't know if she was a slut. She was a little weird. Um, Can I ask but you're way better. There were some names Ashley. you have. Ashley Ray Hancock. Ray Stewart or whatever your last name. What the fuck are you saying, dude? What? <laughs> he has a lot of <laughs> names. What's your name? Your full name? Matthew Stewart. Matthew Stephen Stewart. Yeah, Matthew Stephen Stewart. And just so everyone like knows. That's a bunch of first names. names. That's, that's all first names. That's a bunch of first names. That's a fucking name. I have a you made that up. Matthew Ray Stewart's fucked more people than Matthew Stephen Stewart. Yeah. I'm going to wrap this up soon because you guys are just debauchering my fucking... I'm just joking. This is really fun. <laughs> people, are, people are like, what, what is happening? Look, I'm literally sweating. Welcome to That's the team. That's how hot I am. That's why I'm right saying now. we can wrap it up and Ashley turn the AC back on. You need to calm it down <clears throat> right now. Um, so I'm working on a... This is a little plug because I'm pretty excited about it. I just got a phone call today. I had booked a show uh, at, at Last Exit Live back in like last in June. Um, and it had a great, great turnout. Like nice. we had like, you know, I made money as a promoter. It's my first time promoting a show. I was like, cool, this well, this works out. And like, I played the show as well. Um, I'm doing like a fall session. So this is going to be, just so everyone knows, keep your eyes peeled in, in September. September 25th is the date at Last Exit Live. It's going to be called uh, Season Sessions. So nice. we're going to be welcoming fall with a songwriter. Uh, uh, un, 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 uh, un, what's the word? Undecided lineup yet. I've been I've been drinking D- alcohol. TBD. TBD. TBA. Also. I, w- I will be playing. Uh, it'll be yeah. Season sessions fall series is going to be in um, uh, in a few months. So keep your eyes peeled. I'll I'll have more announcements Ooh, coming maybe. forward. How um, how maybe. exclusive is your set? Would you be able to? Would you add play Kyle wilderness and Western handshake to that set? Or what? It, uh, that's that's a discussion I'm willing to have. Okay. Yeah. I just want to kind of ca- call out Mr. Patrick Ware right now because last time I had a show, I invited you. He was that guy. And you said you were going to come. And really? show comes around and there's no Patrick Ware. Was that... Uh, there's no Boone. Wait, Guess wha- what? That's life. What was the context I know, of this? I know, I know. I'm just what was the context of this? What did Frank Sinatra say? I don't know. He's dead. Life. Fuck him. Oh, shit, he's dead. Hey. <laughs> love you. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I've I will come... I'm truly not offended. I don't care if anyone comes. Genuinely, I'm glad if anyone comes. I just want to kind of throw a little a line out there to give shit and make more conversation. You never sent me a text. You and but Jax still, both told I me. I still want to go back to you the romance Kyle oh, yes, yes, yes. that was telling yeah, so you. The, so the romance. Finish hey, up your romance with Kyle. Send me a text. I will show up to your show. Let's, let's, go back to let's talk about romance. <laughs> okay. So... Here's the romance. I can't hold it anymore. I have to go to the bathroom. Keep talking. Please okay. carry on. I'll listen. I'll be. Yeah, right we're gonna talk about romance so for a little bit. We're gonna be able to hear it too. So. Yeah, That's exactly. No AC. I'll I'll sit when I. There's really no AC. <laughs> I invited you to hell, so I'm sorry. <laughs> well, thanks for uh, trusting me. It's awesome. What are friends for? Exactly. So so back to romance. So, you know the idea of having romance, right? Like th- this is a this is a thing, right? Yes. People are implored to have these feelings for each other, and they want to express them, and they want to they want to commingle those feelings. They want to be on the same page. They want to have a parallel universe, and they want that to ride into a sunset that is uh, 
foregoing uh, forever. Endless, limitless, infinite. Um, And that's beautiful. I love that. Yeah, that's a great um, idea. You know, and and that would be my uh, eternal romantic that's deep inside that you can try to rip out, but it's very hard. Yes. So, uh, in that space, what Kyle and I were talking about a little bit, and is understanding industry within that, right? Yeah. So, unless somebody understands the context of that industry mm-hmm. it's very hard to for someone to deal with they you know being intimately involved with somebody who yes. who has obligations or travel or or i totally understand this 110 <coughs> percent oh yeah you exactly. guys been together um i may have missed that sorry almost i guess almost four years but we okay. got engaged after four months because he knew did you know i i did not Oh, okay. Um, we're still engaged, never married. Okay. Honestly, that's good for me. Um, married in my heart. I think that's the best way to kind of be. My kind of philosophy is like I don't need some sort of legally binding document to kind of. No, and especially in the U.S., it is so it's it's based in man owning woman is oh, yeah. why that is a thing, and yeah. I don't want to put myself in a position where. I feel owned or possessed because yeah, then there is bullshit. no more romance and there is no more riding off into the sunset. Yeah. Because yeah, and then and it's, it's like, I have to be this way with you. Like yeah. why can't it be a mutual bond between two right. people regardless of. And also love is infinite and endless. Mm-hmm. And so why does it have to be something that is one thing all the time? It can't Fuck be. Yeah. It's impossible. We're human beings. Would you like a drink of anything? I'm sorry. I if you have champagne. <laughs> I don't have any champagne. I heard. Well, he was motioning champagne. I was like, "Fuck!" What about that? What about that? Uh, I didn't know I had like this I prestigious guest coming on. What about that bottle of wine? That first one you opened. That was. We nice. drank that. But I want to hold on. I want to go back to. It's not cold. Why it's so important that someone has to know you like your industry? Because if I hadn't been somebody who likes my alone time and likes to miss someone, 100%. it would have never worked with Kyle because I, he's gone for months at a time yeah how so many 100%. how many months out of the year so ago? i am now a solo <coughs> parenting mother currently for the last three weeks it is fucking hard job yeah solo parenting. how old is your child she's two and a half okay she's like sunshine incarnate she's amazing what's her name sedona james that's right you said we that call her both because of the southern thing had to pass down the tradition but we sedona call her jim james. for short and i really like that <laughs> awesome I think that's really cute. That's great. So what are you in Arizona for? To baptize her in the waters of Sedona. Truly? Truly. That's fucking cool. Sedona is my type. It's necessary. It was. So the last three times I've taken her, it's been too cold. Which waters? The Oak Creek. Which part, though? We were there picking blackberries tomorrow. I'm going to pick blackberries tomorrow? Yeah. What? I'm going going next week. But I want to go. Are they ready yet? Yes, they are. Okay, uh, we're actually getting at the tail end this is the of, of this specific the orchard Creek. that we've been going to. Because I go to the one, I mean, all over Oak Creek, they're everywhere, so I don't know. The wild blackberries, yes, these are. Uh, these are it's a small farm. This that's is a farm. Essentially, a house. Yeah, What's the guy's name that runs it? 
You also have uh, to tell me the spot. What's the guy's that name? That I want to go to. There's some dude I've heard about that does it's, this. Well, if this one's called there. Folded it's Hill it's Orchard. It's not. It's not. Okay. Um, so they, that's where we got the apricots it's, it's a and uh, a bunch of blackberries. Though there's another one up there that I'm interested in called Mortimer. Um, I just wild harvest them shits. We did that. Um, It's not as effective. Um, Though we will still do it. The volume that we need. Yeah, getting 500 pounds of (laughs) berries. It's just not going to happen in wild. The wild blackberries just. Yeah, we're we're going to slowly start to wrap this up. I would give us another, another 30 or so. This, there's no there's no rush or anything. I don't care. Um, Jonathan, just open up a beer. Cobra blood. Here, pour that into a glass, dude. Liquor. Because you're getting champagne? champagne. You promised Oh, my God, no. We can go somewhere after. Yeah, why don't we go somewhere and go go drink some champagne? Pour that in a glass so we can see what it looks like. Then I can get AC because I can't drink here champagne in this heat. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, we'll get you. This is getting hot. This is sweaty. Yeah, let's just not use. You don't have you don't have to use it. I I use it just to make sure we're kind of. I like kind of being in the zone with people, and once Mm -hmm. you get in the zone, like this does put you in the zone. Right? Yeah, Yeah, that's cool. Who else needs a little bit of this Cobra's uh, blood? Cobra's blood too. (laughs) Is this the Cobra Arcade Bar collab? Yeah, this is the second version of that beer. Talk about it. Okay, so. uh, Obviously, people might not know this, but we opened a downtown downtown Phoenix location. Um, Right? Okay, so (laughs) I was gonna speak, but I'm gonna wait. (laughs) Yeah, you know, speak away. Um, So to incorporate ourselves in the neighborhood and have Boone drink this delicious beer. Yeah. um, We said, "Hey, neighbors, what are you guys into? What do you want to do? You want to make a beer?" And Cobra Arcade was the spot that we'd like to go, you know, play some games, maybe get a little shitty, you know, just whatever. Yeah. And uh, we realized that they were creative and fun, and they wanted to have some fun with us. So. Well, their their owner was in Deer in the Headlights. They were one of my favorite bands for a long time. Yeah. He was a drummer, I believe, right? Was it? Am I wrong? No, maybe. Jonathan, Jonathan, do you know the owner of Cobra Arcade Bar? What? Artie. What position was he in in Deer in the Headlights? Shortstop. <laughs> Speak to the mic, man. Shortstop. Shortstop. I don't know what you're talking Shortstop. about. Shortstop. Shortstop. His the name was He was from New the Jersey. The owners of Cobra Arcade Bar downtown arcade. Phoenix. It's an arcade bar. Kids are playing arcade games. What, what the think? fuck is going on he here? Was, uh, he was in a band. Deer in the Headlights. Cool. I think it was. I think he was a bassist. Isn't I think he you're telling us the name uh, of the band? Don't ask me the name of the band. You're telling us. Isn't he opening a bar? Charlie uh, Buford, you. I was doing my job. So beside all of this, if we're going to get wrapped up in not understanding. So the idea behind the beer was Cobra Blood, right? And this was based on uh, a quick Google search of mine that was, uh, you know, so soldiers in the military used to like drink Cobra Blood. And it was just like true, actual. Yeah, like U.S. military soldiers would drink Cobra blood. I don't think I actually ever told anyone this, (laughs) but but that was a cool name, right? Can you divulge in that? The history. I like the history. Let's hear it. Yeah, I guess that was like an initiation ritual in Vietnam. Like they would drink Cobra blood, Hmm. and there was all these like images and videos of people drinking Cobra Cobra blood, and and obviously Cobra Arcade. Cobra blood. Yeah, obviously, let's, obviously let's 
uh, Arcade Barn <laughs> Phoenix has a lot to do with what Pat's talking about. Yes. Well, you know, creativity yeah, and like the tangible on, connection. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. build some artwork around it and Fuck let's yeah. figure this thing out, right? Um, so the idea behind the beer was Cobra Blood. Let's create that color. Awesome. Blood oranges was the first rendition. Blood, blood, right? Like two, like Mortal Kombat. So yes. number so two was like, hey, let's like get that color back, but we don't have blood we oranges in season. Okay. Well, let's make that blood color. So tell me, tell me, where'd you get your hi- there's hibiscus in this? Yeah. Yeah. Where'd you get your hibiscus? From? Um, so this is Riba Farm. Okay. And this Flagstaff. So, oh, no, no, no. They're uh, Queen Creek area. So this oh, okay. this tails back to hibiscus local. grows tremendously out here. Yeah, oh, incredibly. And uh, Riba Farms is, has tons of weird, cool stuff. Hey guys, we're we're gonna do one combo. You can break it off later. We'll wrap it up. We can dive. Let me as let me hit one. Like. Do you wrap? It People up? are gonna. You're, are you in sexual relationships? <laughs> I'm always wearing. I'm always wearing a condom, a dude. It's always good, on. Good let me man. let me I hit just, one quick story. Out what I'm doing. Um, so, yeah, we're on the Riva Farms to- topic, and uh, Mark, obviously, is is one of our purveyors and shows up with farm ingredients, and we use them in our on our restaurant. Yeah. It, uh, in the the menu, so we're standing on the parking lot one day, and I said, hey. I'm really engaged in this idea of Neomexicanus hops. It's the only indigenous hop varietal, varietal to the U.S. Okay. What if we grew that here? That'd be incredible. He said, that's really cool. I'd love to do that. Cool. Didn't talk about it for a year, year and a half. This is normal farmer logic communication. And he built a trellis infrastructure to, to grow these hops uh, upwards of 300 vines right, at his farm. I look at his farm availability list and go, those are hops. What's, what's going on? This is two years later. Wow. He's grown Arizona hops in Queen Creek that are just beautiful and incredible. And so right now, um, I said, hey, I got to come tomorrow. Like, I got to check this out. I got to see what's going on. Walked, walked into the farm. He's got this beautiful trellis system. Shade, you know, on, on the, the south side of the property to make sure these hops are what they need to be. He, you know, obviously it's a first year varietal, but he's and he's not going to get like the full yield. And year two and three is going to be the the beautiful bulk of what he's actually mm. going to get out of that soil. But he understands farming, right? He understands how to grow things in low irrigation water drip. So he grew hops, Arizona hops in the valley. What it's viable. Like? It's something that works. What are they like flavor wise? Um, so. <coughs> Most of it's the Neomexicanas. He grew some, uh, I believe it's Fuggle, and then some uh, some Cascade, right? It's, you know, some did better than others, but the Neomexicanas did very well. Because they're adapted to this. So it's it's a hop rattle that grew in the mountains of New Mexico. Right? What, they what found it, it wild. Yeah, what, is it, what does it taste that's, like? That's I'm showing the great stew a photo of hops that are growing in the desert here that Riva has grown. And it's, it's fucking awesome. That's one. That's first year. I would love to go out to their. Fr- I've heard a lot about Riba. I didn't yeah. realize where they were. I um, hops are in the hemp family. Same yes. same family as weed. So they they're not in the hemp the family. They're in the cannabis family. But hemp and hops are both in that family. Yes. Okay, a little bit technical. Yeah. It's same. <laughs> you, you just said the same. You just said the exact same thing I said. Yeah. 
it hopped. You're treading on me, bro. Lupidus in the same family as cannabis. No, Stewie, you're actually wrong because you said the wrong word. The hemp family is actually in the cannabis family because it comes from cannabis. Yeah, and you said eukaryote wrong earlier. I don't want to. <laughs> and he kissed me on the lips. All right, this has been a fucking awesome podcast. Thank you for. I, I knew this was going to be debaucherous and this kind of like, just. I knew this was going to be fucking weird, and I'm really glad you guys came on. Um, hold on, hold on. We don't have to wrap hold it up. On. I, but, we're but on sure our way to wrapping it. You had to have a fascination about us, like a story that had to be fulfilled. Did we fulfill it? I mean, there has to be something that you was itching. I think I think your story is so. It needs a few more episodes to okay. uh, fulfill. Yeah. I just I just want people to know about what you do and how and how you do it and like the fact that I just asked uh, Patrick where where you got your um, your uh, Roselle your hibiscus from. He said Riva Farms. You yeah. also grow your hops. That's fucking awesome. Hibiscus grows phenomenally out here, and people a lot of people think about hibiscus tea and they're like, oh, hibiscus. It's the same as it's not that pretty ornamental flower. It's a, it's different. It's a different like cultivar of it. Yeah. You, you want sure. what you want is the one that's like more closely related to okra, and you use the calyx, which is the base of the it flower. Up, yeah. It's that base red part. It tastes like cranberries. It grows fucking like it's crazy. You plant it in like July or August, and you can plant it in like May. Um, in Arizona and it just grows like nine feet tall and you have so much fruit like little not fruit but base of the flower calyx and so I've grown a lot of that stuff and it's really cool to hear that people are growing it in Arizona I think we could grow more of it the whole plant is pretty much edible it's tart tastes like cranberries it's fucking awesome and it provides a lot of color to things and I think that's cool you guys put that in your cobra uh, Mm -hmm. two beer Right? Is that what it's called? Cobra, Cobra Blood 2. Cobra Blood. blood. Two. Cobra Blood 2. Blood. And thankfully, you guys brought me some beer. That's really nice of you. Um, I'm Sponsored glad you did that. Bye. You guys are my second sponsor, you know? Yeah. If I, I kind of recognize people. First? Yeah, Page Springs. Can, can yeah. Kyle Shut by Kyle Shut be a sponsor? He would, trust me, he would allow this. He'd want this. I, w- I want to meet Kyle Shut before I. Is that what he said? Shut? Is it? Shut. Yeah. Cool. S-H-U-T-T. That's what I saw it in my head as. Um, yeah, I, I I would love to meet him. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. No. Though you had the you have the better of the two. I, I figured as much. Yeah. Yeah. So so basically, Ashley Ray, you don't you don't have no idea who I am. Um, I'm a bartender at a local tiki bar called Undertow. She, hold on, hold on. She was, <laughs> I do know. Listen, we had quite a night at Undertow. Not at, at, oh, you like did. As, as in a, gr- a but great. But can night. I tell you what I think you all should do? Can you speak okay. towards the mic yes. a little bit? This is what I think Undertow How should much do. better does that sound? I, oh, think, that great. I think that the Rich. Undertow should every hour on the hour have a pirate. You know, not like super pirated out, but like pretty piratey. Come in with this hat and throw it on the bar and say whatever the fuck he wants to drink and have his drink and then look around, freak everybody out a little bit and then leave. I'll buy you a drink if you do that. You be that pirate. That I like that. But he does it every hour, go- so every time Listen. whoever's there gets that experience. I think that would be so fun because you're in the ship. So it feels like you're in the ship. So two, two things. Theatrical. Undertow is a spice trader ship. Uh, we're not pirates. Pirates rape and pillage, and we do not do any of that. We trade spices for money. Okay, uh, well, then but whoever second, second of all, if looks you, like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I'm talking about. I'm just saying, man. Pirates is bad look. people. Pirates is motherfuckers, and I we don't. Except for Johnny Depp, he's the greatest pirate. Pirates Johnny Depp spends a million dollars a month on wine. Pirates is motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you just okay. Start. Sorry. Pirates is motherfuckers. I fucked cut. up. But I still think it's awesome. No, I I, I tell all the people. Uh, yeah, like Somalian pirates. I'm just saying, Ashley, you show up as a pirate. I did I will, not say I. Am I will not personally fit buy you your drinks yeah. no matter. But anytime you, you come in, your drinks are on Matt Stewart personally. If you do this though, it's the only condition. Otherwise, you're not getting shit. I was thinking more like Johnny Depp coming in, doing the thing. You can and go then in Johnny Depp in reverse drag, whatever that's called. <laughs> I think I think it could work. Um, Undertow, yeah, yeah. So that's that's where I work. Yes, um, you've I been love there. Undertow. Very Thank good you. spot. Um, the presentation <laughs> is incredible. <laughs> Thank you. We you you drink with your eyes before you drink with your mouth. Yes, you know, which is we all try I to do make there anyways because I don't drink anything except for champagne. You really? Yeah. I've just in the last like three weeks I've grown an affinity towards bubbles, which I never really had before. And Where's been, like, a good mm-hmm. champagne bar around here? Okay. That's dog friendly. Zero. Tortoise might have sparkling. I'm not entirely sure. Um, I know Tarbell's. They're probably closed. They're Tarbell's, like, great. Tarbell's is sick. I just don't know if they're a dog-friendly place. They're like a grandpa bar. Um, yeah. So I, I, so this podcast is called "Tell Your Mom I Love Her." It's based off of a, a recommendation from a friend. So basically, I was like, I went on Instagram. I was like, I want a podcast. I can't come up with a name of my own right now. I'm too busy. Who wants forty bucks? And my friend. Said, tell your mom I love her. That was funny. And so I was like, cool, I'm picking that one. And uh, that's what it's called. And yeah, music, plants, and alcohol are most of what comp- compromises of my uh, compromises, composes, composed fucking uh, words at this point. I've been drinking. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they all work. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Majority of what my interests are, mm-hmm. or interests lie in, because I'm a, I'm a songwriter. Um, I love. I love plants. I love alcohol. Like I, that's all things that have like tremendous amount of crossover and just inspiration in my life. And so, yeah. So I invite people on, and uh, especially in our community, that people I'm connected to who who do cool things and who do who actually like are just doers or just specialists in what they do or interesting people in general. And I have them on. We they, we just talk. I just press record. I think that these two especially give the power back to the people of Arizona. In knowing that you can grow things here that For can sure. regenerate the planet and help the planet to be better, and well, I think that's amazing. They at least try to promote, you know, Arizona has such a tremendous amount. We were just talking about it earlier, like tremendous amount of like, um, we don't really have that much frost, especially in the Phoenix area. And then you're saying what? Would you say seven different growing regions? Regions, it's yeah. Also metaphysically, though, you can grow here. Your mind, um, you know, to get a little weird, right? Your mind can grow here in a, a certain. There we go. Your mind can grow. You don't here. have headphones. If your you had headphones, you'd be grow. like, "Wow, that yes, sounds so going much." Going out to the desert is a place where you, you, yeah. you can grow. You can find something that might not be far from who you are, but you'll find something that's oh yeah close enough. But it's it's weird and it's cool, and you're gonna go. I want to be that person over, and it takes some time. Were you born I, here? I'm sorry. You have no. to go looking for the bone woman. Yeah. How much mushrooms were you on when you found that out? None. <laughs> Jonathan, Patrick, have you guys done mushrooms before? Yes. Know. Yes, we Obviously. have. Obviously. Highly recommend microdosing. He's on them right now. Yeah, microdosing is a different story than heroic dosing. Well, if you want to go into the top shelf of my closet, take, take your fill. 
Shall we? Uh, Shall we? <clears throat> this is not the government. We're going to have a beautiful <laughs> evening. Yeah. I want to see the um, colors that aren't real, but they smell as they are. Yeah. For sure. Um, uh, this is a, a very uh, opportune moment to wrap this baby up. As far as my time goes on my, my, my program here, we've got three hours and ten minutes in. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll probably post this in the next week. I believe that is a Christian Bible situation. I John 15, 310. <laughs> <laughs> you would know. And this podcast <laughs> is brought to you by Arizona <laughs> Wilderness, uh, founders of John 10, 310. <laughs> 15310.com. It's a porn website about uh, all things biblical and porn. Champagne. <laughs> and We're going to go get some champagne. Yeah, I'm going to close it out. Thank you guys. Thank, for co- thank you for coming on. Thanks for letting me crash. Ashley Ray. Yeah, I'll definitely tag you. And By the way, uh, she's she's a fucking babe. Like, everyone's thinking her voice sounds cool. She's a fucking babe. Yeah. But we will. you can't you can't find her. No, you can't find Un-Googleable. her. Un-Googleable. You're going to have to dream of this girl. She's the girl you dream of. <laughs> what's, what's, what's your Instagram so people can find you, though? Let's build your build your network. There's people what? that can... Oh, Ashley, yeah, Ashley, Ashley come on. Well, t- one, more okay, one more time. People are going to forget. Ashley Ray Hancock. Ashley R-A-E. Ray Hancock. The engaged... But the, don't, don't find is, it in... Is in, Kyle... In, you know, research <laughs> your mind for her. <laughs> She's oh, all the women in one that you want to see and feel. Wow, well, this is the... Yeah, well Jonathan, done, Kyle. Good Jonathan, job, Kyle. Jonathan, the lightning rod you've heard. Yeah. He's <laughs> the lightning rod. You, Charles Barkley was going to come over, but I told him your house was you were too the warm. Un, you were the untamable. You were the, uh, you can't, you, there's no reins, and that's what I've been excited about having I, you guys on for. But I want to squeeze everyone's heart, you know? Yeah. You're this, you're, 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 you get this sweet, loving part of you, and you have this, like, Rambunctious, like fucking. I, I have a romance, everything. though. I have a romance said based, based on fire. Where people, where can people find you, man? Give your yeah, Instagram they, tags. They go <laughs> find me in your hot little living room. God um, damn, I would say that the wilderness humans is where to find me. Cool. I do have a photography situation called yeah. Jonathan Buford Photography. Definitely cool. follow. It's amazing. That is kind. You do and a good job. It is a hobby of mine that I hope. He goes out there though. That's the cool thing is he actually gets in that. He will go on a four-hour trek, cross a fucking ten-foot-tall river, sure. and and really get in the fucking. I want to know where he, he actually wilderness. climbs over the river because it's ten feet up. He becomes the river. The river yeah. is actually Pat's above there his head. Pat's, Pat's Pat does come climb with through water. Pat does too, of course. Yeah, you guys posted back in like. Maybe January of just camping in the Grand Canyon in this fucking snow, just your little tent. Yeah. I'm like, damn. Yeah. You know, it would be a little tough since I'm not necessarily accustomed to doing that, but I would go with you guys. I would go do that with we'll you. We'll fucking kill you, man. Yeah, yeah. We'll beat you up. We'll yeah. Be, we'll I'll get beat your up. Body and I'll tell your as long as I survive. Well, hey, tell, tell your mother you right. loved her. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, I'm going to make sure I write down. Your your Instagram shit, so I can tag it in the end. Kay. So before you know, after can we do after a final, we a final shot of your tomorrow. Oh, we will. Yeah, as a goodbye to this airwave that we've been uh, taking up. Would you like some? Yeah. That's okay. Uh, Patrick, where can people find you? Are you on Instagram? Uh, you or can you on find me at the Wilderness Humans <laughs> in Arizona <laughs> Wilderness <laughs> on Instagram. Cool. You guys are awesome human beings. We're going to pour a last little shot of Amaro uh, that, that I you made. No, you said no. I'm getting it for you. Yeah, oh. she's, she's doing you a favor. Seat. She only it's drinks champagne. 
Look, the last time I had champagne in this podcast, you have to try uh, one. we got we got blitzed. Eye contact, cheersing, pleasure to have y'all here in my place. What a creepy group we are! Oh, uh, dude, I'll see shit's you. getting awkward. I'll, I'll see you at home, All baby. Right. Turn your <coughs> fucking turn your fucking AC on right now. I know I'm about to. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We're gonna give you a formal, sexy, beautiful outro. Just me, just my 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 beautiful voice that you all want to hear. That's got the perfect compressor on it to make sure that those like low end EQs are boosted. Uh, I will be posting this in the next uh, little bit. When you hear it, it'll already be posted because you can't hear it without it being posted. Of course, uh, that's how logic works. And uh, thank you Can everyone I do for an listening. Song? Uh, if you post anything that's n- <laughs> no, no, no. next time, uh, fuck Dolly I'm like uh, a bird and I wanna fly away. Oh, this is this is Kyle. He'll he'll. Oh yeah, he'll back. This is such a good song. I love this song. Wow, fun fun episode. Uh, listen to a little bit of the end. Um, Kyle, shut. If you're listening to this, man. Uh, be really cool if I could put your music on here because that sounded dope. Uh, I just don't want to get in trouble, man. I want to res- be respectful. I don't know how all that copyright stuff works. And uh, anyhow, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, who whoever listens, um, if you want to give me five bucks, that'd be awesome. Because uh, you know why not? You know, help someone out. Uh, I don't need a whole lot of help. It's just I want it. You know, I want five bucks, man. Come on. So if you feeling if you feeling like giving someone five bucks, give it to me. Cause I'll do I'll do good stuff with it. I'll make use of it. You know I'm not gonna buy crack. I'm not gonna buy heroin. I'm not gonna buy some sort of thing to get myself high or drunk or whatever. Uh, I got that part of myself taken care of. Thank you very much. Five bucks, you know. So if everyone wants to give me five bucks, then uh, that's awesome. Maybe I'll actually set up a a Patreon and see how generous people are, so I can fund this podcast. And you know, maybe more people will listen. Tell your friends if you think this is entertaining. You know. Help me out. Come on. I need help or not. Whatever. I'm just doing this for fun and I'm not going to stop. So with that, I want to thank uh, the boys over at Arizona Wilderness for coming on and, and, and behaving um, and talking. I did. If anyone heard, I, I did get a little, uh, little, uh, I got a little upset when uh, his dog Boone took my tree. You know, he put it. He took my money tree and put it in his mouth. And I was like, no, that's my that's my baby. Um, plants are my pets in a way. It's whatever. The tree's totally fine. Anyway, so if I, if anyone saw or heard any of my anger, then, you know, that was a real truthful moment. You caught it raw. I don't edit and I don't want to edit. I think it's stupid and I don't want to honestly do that work. I just want to be able to record a combo and let people hear what's really happening. And, uh, yeah, thank you to Page Spring Cellars Winery and, uh, uh, Arizona Wilderness Brewing for sponsoring this podcast. I hope you all enjoy whatever day of the week you are enjoying right now. And I don't really have much else to say beyond don't drink a lot of gin and sodas accidentally and uh, eat unhealthy food because guess what happens the next day? You feel like shit. That's where I'm at right now. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm going to go ahead and clock out here. Thank you for listening. That was a long one. Uh, Enjoy. Bye bye.